Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and Tim Buck, too. And you guys already know him. Steel City Renegades. We have Dave and Lee here. Chipper is at home in his dungeon. He unfortunately had diarrhea on his way in. He had to turn around and go home and uh, change his depends. And hey, there he is. He doesn't look too happy today, Justin. What's up, guys? If I was being held captive in whatever dungeon Chipper's in, I wouldn't be happy either. But good to see you, buddy. How are you? <laughs> I've been better, but thanks for having us. All right, of how, course, of course. How did you lose all the light that's normally in that room when you? When it's you, on his head. It's mood lighting. See mood his head? lighting. Mood it's lighting. Shining. Okay. It's he's shining been, off of his head. He's been he's been playing some Marvin Gaye in the background, getting in the mood to talk sports. I like right it now. light. He's yeah. gonna, that light's right. a candle flickering in front of him. Yeah. All right. Well, Steel City Renegades are of course here today, as promised, delivered to you all because they're back. They're coming. <laughs> We're not back yet. Yeah. yeah, we're not back yet, but we will be back on the seventeenth. Yes, which is Sunday. They, they need they need our show to launch them back into remembrance. Here. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you just remember, you made the invitation to us. Absolutely, and we showed up. Well, yes, I care about old people, so I want to get you guys back oh, okay. into to to remembering, and people can remember that you actually do a show in this radio station. So it's okay. Well, new me. studio, <laughs> new intro. Anything else new? New new host permanent, I guess. Chipper's yeah, we, officially we got, the new. We got two new co-hosts. Oh, you yeah. do? Okay. Yes. Tell us more. So no, that, you'll have to tune oh, in. For okay, that. I like this. Okay. You have to tune in for that one. I like it. I'm I like gonna, it a lot. I'm not going to. Uh, I just gave you the tip. All right, that's it. Oh, uh, Dave is giving the tip early and often, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Want to give a big shout out to Incredible Keepsakes. Look at that sweet ass cup that they got. Steel City Renegades, the one and the only. The true number one show here on Redline Radio. These guys are just holding our seats warm until the we get back. Numbers disagree, but uh, all right, that's well, fine. We can have. A, that's because we haven't been doing. We'll have shows. a recount. We, we we officially have uh, security watching the one at three a.m. recounts when they come in next month. So all we'll, we'll know when those ballots get filled. All from Arizona. The election for the uh, presidency. Nope. This is about bragging rights here at Redline yeah. Radio. Mm -hmm. And 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 speaking of the interim champions here uh we'll, we'll we'll call them the john moxley of redline radio for right it. now mm. champions a champion in my eyes so here is your final most popular show certificate on redline radio for the month of june eight thousand two hundred and seventy five 2022 ladies and gentlemen that is Correct. Now, if your producer am, was at any kind of producer, I did send him a big version of that that he could have put up on the screen so that everybody could have seen it. Damn, Lee just coming in we here don't, taking shots. We don't like to show off here talking about balls. We don't show oh, yeah, okay. off. We, Justin, we talk that, a lot of shit. You see an asterisk next to it? Uh, that well, means congratulations on all your success. Thank you, well, Chipper. I you say know it. Congratulations to you guys for the competition. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah, love love Justin, you guys on Wednesday nights. Last two last two months we didn't even try. That was we did two shows in one month. I mean, we three thought, shows yeah, in we thought if we took some time off, it would help we, everybody we else. We gave everyone a chance. We could share the wealth, and unfortunately, we just got bigger and better. But uh, just just nothing be glad, wrong with it. Just be glad it was Lisa that actually made the the certificates this month, or else it probably would have said playing with balls. I'm okay with that. 
Because you're was, playing he with is, champions. Lee I has some balls kind of vendetta time. against you guys for some reason. He, What's the beef between you two and Lee? Like, what, I, what is the beef? I think it's all the Cho dick jokes I make that gets Lee going. <laughs> No, no, it's it's not even that. But, you know, in the spirit of friendly competition, you know, ever since you guys were guests on our show, yes, we, we didn't we didn't even have to do that. You know, I mean, oh, absolutely not. No, that was that was all chipper, chipper. right there. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Chipper extending the olive chipper, branch. Chipper, had chipper the knows a talent. lot of people. Yeah, he, he knows a good thing when he sees it. He was. He's probably thinking to himself, he's like, you I know, like that one. he's like, yeah, I, as <laughs> I, I listen to team. current Steel City Renegades, it's getting a little stale. They need to spice it up yeah. a little bit. So he invited us to come onto the show. And he's a little spicy oh, meets we, we deliver. That's well, exactly what it was. What he said behind the scenes. <laughs> I want to tell you guys that. That's what he told me. Well, you know, like, like, like you said, except you got a few points wrong. Um, mm, oh. New season. Yep. New look. Oh. New sounds. Mm-hmm. New attitude. Oh, okay. oh, I like it. And yeah, I didn't, new co-hosts. Yeah, well, Two of them, but we only have one. We only know of one. Chipper's been on the show since the beginning. He's but now a he's officially the full-time, yeah, he wasn't a full-time co-host. I mean, no, he, he was officially a full-time co-host. He just decided not to show up. Chipper was the right-hand person you brought from the bullpen. We needed to bring some content <laughs> in. <laughs> hey, Renegade, Renegades was actually my idea. Let's not forget about that. Really? What? It was your idea? Chipper coming out swinging. <laughs> He's got to do that because he messaged me and said, I'm just going to do it from my house because I don't think there'll be enough room. Right, Chipper? Well, is that what you said? No, that's true. That that that, that desk right there isn't necessarily for oversized people. So I just figured okay. I'd let all the bigger people have it. What it's studio true. is this? It's a Growing Leagues Adult Services Studio Number Two. Okay, so do we have another studio? Yes or no? Sure. With okay. more room. So then I could have been over there and you could have been here, correct? Yes or no? Dave, I just feel bad for you. You're the boss and all. I just figured I'd let you guys have sit with those guys. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just remember that. You don't that. need to feel sorry for me. There's too many people that do that anyway, so don't feel sorry for me. Just remember that when it comes up to year 35 on your contract, Chipper. Yeah, I'm very looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know I know what Chipper drinks. He's not making it to year 35 for now. So. <laughs> well, he, doesn't his, post. he doesn't get his host option until year 20. So he um, at least has to, you know, the, uh, you know, chip shot won't be coming until. Buddy, I, ho- I, I hope you make it to 20. I'll, I'll be in the retirement home with you, giving you a shot oh, of crown. Okay, okay. Look at that at beautiful, beautiful certificate. I'm going to need to buy myself a bigger <laughs> folder because I'm running out of room to put all these certificates here for winning. Oh, can, we, can we put these on the wall and just like, start building a wall collection of like championships? I'll buy us some Yeah, plaques. we put all the Steel City Renegades ones uh, there. Plaques. Oh, yeah, nice. We're going to frame well, them. If you guys are at Studio here. One, there's already uh, a wall started over there. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think we would be able to do a show we do at Studio One. Though, I think that's why we like our... Studio Two is because it has a fresh wall for yeah. all of our awards. To that's on. that's technically <laughs> our wall. We own that wall. It'll motivate me and humble me every week. No, 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 no. Hold, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Flag We've on been the here longer than Renegades have been in the studio, haven't we? Uh, oh, yeah, we're the OGs. We in the are studio. the OGs. Are we not the OGs? We're the top dogs. Bullshit. The very first show that ever happened in this studio was Steel City Renegades. Weird. I don't see a plaque up there for you guys. Okay. We don't need to put our we don't need we don't need accolades. Obviously, right. the opening Clearly. act goes on actually, first. Lee, you ever been actually, to a concert? Actually, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Justin won't get off. Hold on. I, I don't. I don't give myself enough credit around here, according according to certain people. So, actually, the very first show out of this studio 
was Money's Crazy Mind. Again, Betty. Solid opener. Thank you yeah. very much. You yeah. see how he just thanks for warming back. the crowd up. He just refers back to Lee motherfucking yeah, just Money. Him. Yeah, it's just him. him. It's like you got the not, beat in Not a goddamn team. No, not, no, no. Nothing else. Is, just Lee motherfucking it's like Money. Lee gets the guest in the in the stage. He gets him down <laughs> to the seats. He gets it's the drinks. real city renegades. Well, <laughs> <laughs> now wait a second. I did actually give credit to the renegades first, oh. but then I then I remembered that actually. The very first day that we opened, it was hey, Friday. We get in the first two segments, Chipper says that he thought of Renegades, and then Lee circles back to himself. So, so what am I, mincemeat? Dave is chop liver, as we've learned. Chop I will liver. say, now, we I, give Dave credit all every week. We always shout absolutely. out Dave. I appreciate you of guys. Course, I do. Of you course. Guys, you know. You're I mean, the heart and soul of Redline Radio. <laughs> hey, you know what? You are partly right. You guys are the heart and soul of Studio 2 for now. Mm-hmm. For now, I'll give you that. Absolutely. Well, technically, it's so. the entire studio because we've won both. No, that, no, 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 no. Hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out. You guys may be the most popular show on all of Redline Radio, but the most popular show from this studio oh, okay. is Sugar and Spice. Okay. They've won it two months in a row. So give credit where credit is due. Well, kudos I to give them. credit to them, sure. Yeah, of course. Great show. We're not knocking anything. Speaking of them, uh, we're going to. Possibly talk to Lisa and see if she's willing to rename the studio the Talking About Ball Studio, since she usually do that after well, you a guys historic put up as much money for Hall the of Fame as Lisa does. Style. I'm sure she'll be happy oh, to do that. I mean, oh, I mean, that's just what happens. You you name buildings after greatness. That's usually what happens Fuck, in the world. I look like Be Real from Cypress Hill on <laughs> the camera. Can you imagine a nice chode and, and tab picture right, right next right to there? the grind or whatever Absolutely. that bar is called downstairs? There's just a place to drink cornerstone showed that's it i always forget the name of it you got like six comments that are sitting there but tim's not paying attention to that i just see the comments? comments i don't see yeah them. i don't see any exactly. comments oh there we go there, there we go there we are what's oh, up everybody reset. um but yeah so let's get right into it obviously today the news broke baker mayfield officially gone traded to carolina the browns are rid of him they had been trying to move on from him the minute they got to Sean Watson. I mean, it's not a secret. Kyle He's out of the AFC. Good riddance. For, for Who years. gives a fuck if he was an over. AFC still or not? He's a bum. Exactly. He is a bum, been a bum, and always will be a bum. Except he's for a when bum. he's playing against the Steelers in the playoffs, then he just makes you guys cry. You guys have one thing to talk about in 20 years since you've been back. I mean, it's kind of a game. big one. You guys beat a bunch of teams that had a, a top five draft pick. He made you cry. He made Ben cry on he national television. He made Marquise what? Pouncey retire and you know cry. What? It was so nice. I'm still of that ass whipping because that's exactly what I, I tried to zoom in this year to see on the bench if there were little rust spots from all the tears that were sitting there on the on the bench as they sat there and cried together. I loved it, truthfully. It's just, it's just another name they add, add on the back of the jersey. Yep. That's okay. I mean, again, made okay. you guys cry. So you and then can, it'll be followed it by Deshaun Watson when the league gets their is way. Is it insulting to Baker Mayfield suspended? that he made you guys cry, but now he's gone? We think so low of him. They've moved on, but he ruined your team. I mean, I'm first to say as a Browns fan that, I mean, he wasn't – I wouldn't say he's a bum. I wouldn't say he's, like, the he's worst a, he's quarterback ever. He's a very ever. good average quarterback. I think he's, he's good at what he does and what he did he's, for us. His numbers have been consistent. Yeah. He's been average. He could be a starter. And the Browns front office saw a chance to better themselves that and position and went for it. Yeah. And they moved on from after me- lying to Baker Mayfield. Who fucking cares? They're in the business um, of they, who winning fucking games. cares? I mean, Baker obviously cared. Oh, you well, have you have your entire front office lying game? to your apparent 
future quarterback. They didn't lie, Rich. Lee. What they oh, told they him did. was. No, no, no. Hang, hang, because, no, because hang on, hang on, hang on, Lee, 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 Lee. Chill out, chill out, chill out. My show. Relax. Oh, okay. Chill out. Baker's not lied to. They told Baker. No, if they we lied have, to. Okay, can I talk? Or do you need your mic shut off, Tim? They told him, <laughs> if we have the opportunity to get better at that position, we will do that. Are you going to look me in the eyes and say Deshaun Watson's not better than Baker Mayfield? No, I'm not going to look you so in the eyes. So then, what's the lie? That he, the lie is, is that two weeks before they start sucking Deshaun Watson's dick, they literally told uh, the entire city of Cleveland in a press conference, "Baker Mayfield is our starting quarterback." Am I lying, Dave? He currently was at the time. They're not going to tip their hand <clears throat> and say we're going after Deshaun Watson. Correct, he was. But if you have but did they not go to him after his soldier surgery and say you are still our starting quarterback? Did the Carolina Panthers not say Sam Darnold's our starting quarterback and then trade for Baker Mayfield today? Yep. So the NFL looks that, like that's what they do. But did they what, announce Mike Baker Tom, Mayfield who's the starting gonna... quarterback in Pittsburgh right now? Did Mike Tomlin announce it? No. Okay. Because he... there's a quarterback competition that's going to be happening. Okay, and when he says one guy might have the upper hand and then picks the other guy to start, are you going to say Mike Tomlin's a liar? Or are you going to call it the NFL? It's a business. That's what they do. Listen, what do you, you expect? There Did was you, no lies told when you ask a front no. office official and say, well, who's your starting quarterback right now? It's Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That's not a lie. Baker That's Mayfield was the only starting quarterback on the Browns roster the day that they were asked. They're not allowed to say, Here's we're, the we're looking to trade the, for Deshaun Watson. The front Watson. office is not hand. in the business of feelings. They're not in no. the business to make you feel better. Especially not, They're in the business of winning games. Absolutely. So when you get asked a question, and at, at that moment, your starting quarterback is Baker Mayfield, the answer is yes. Baker Mayfield is our starting quarterback. Correct. They did not say Baker Mayfield is our guaranteed starting quarterback going into 2022 season. Yeah. That was never said. It happens all the time in sports. They say, no, no, we like this guy. We have no interest in trading him. And then a guy's gone. Yeah. It happens. Tw- I mean, didn't Pete Carroll say we're not trading uh, Russell Wilson? Absolutely. And then a week later, Weird. he's traded to Denver. Mm. Did they not lie to they a did. Super Bowl winning they quarterback? What is, it, what, is it, what is any front office person when they a- answer a question given a real answer? They just give you the answer that the media wants to hear just to get them off your what back. Is- well, at yeah. the same time, they're not going to tip the hand. They're not going to say, you know right. what, he's he's our quarterback, kind of, but we're going to go look for better options because all that does is stir the pot because if they could not secure Deshaun Watson or they couldn't secure a better option, Garoppolo or yeah. whatever. They were exploring all options. If They're, they're not going to say, we're maybe going to have him as our starting quarterback. No, right now, he's our starting quarterback. That's it. He wasn't I mean, lying. How many teams were going after Deshaun Watson? Do you, th- do you think they were all telling their quarterbacks, hey, just so you know, we're tr- we're trying to get Deshaun Watson. Or it should have been 29 out of the 30 teams that were going well, after guess him. Guess what? Yeah, the, the Atlanta exactly. Falcons. The Almost Atlanta every Falcons team in the NFL was going Ryan, after him. Atlanta Falcons said that Matt Ryan was the starting quarterback because they were they were heavily going after Deshaun Watson, too. Yep. And Matt Ryan said, okay, it is what it is. I, yeah. I, I know it's going to happen. He's a pro. He understands. That's how football down. works. That's how sports work. Right. So then after they did have Deshaun Watson and after mm-hmm. they did know that Deshaun Watson was going to be their starting quarterback, sure. why mm-hmm. didn't they just give Baker what he wanted and trade him? Well, they, why they did. did they keep him around then? Do you need a they second person to trade him? You need a second team team. to trade him. Well, according to all the reports that were coming out, Seattle was interested in him. Carolina was interested in him. Interested and willing to give what the Browns wanted. Are two different things. Two different things, because they needed to eat some of the money. They had to find a team that was going to financially accept what they were offering with it, which they did. Carolina today. uh, The Browns are paying $10 million. Uh, Carolina was able to get Baker to reduce his contract down to $5 million. So they they took another three off of it. Uh, The Browns are paying more than half. And we got a fifth round pick in return. That's what you, you have to find uh, a dance partner. And, well, and that traditional. Trade, and and that trade, it'll be a fourth if he plays seventy percent of the snaps. Yes, and that trade option was on the table before the draft even started. For, from yeah, Carolina. they've been trying to trade him forever. 
So the right. other, the other, the other option though was that Seattle. Seattle was never a real contender. Seattle was only interested if if, if uh, Mayfield got cut. They weren't going to try to throw anything at a trade bait for for Cleveland. Yeah. They're 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 locked in, <laughs> pun intended, yeah. with Drew Lock right now. So they're going to roll the dice with him no matter what. Absolutely. I'm, cur- I'm curious to know is what took uh, this so long to get to get finalized. I mean, it's been Carolina this whole time. Why did it take this long to finally get it finalized? I, I, honestly, I believe Carolina finally gave a little bit more on the the revenue aspect. Yeah, I mean, basically all I've ever heard. I mean, you, the only two teams that were really linked to Baker Mayfield were Seattle and Carolina. That was it. So that's kind you know of, of that. Yeah, the only ones that were, were public that, that, that the media put out there sure. as public. So then you have to you have to find out when or find out what teams are going to be willing to take on some of the money. Because Andrew Barry's whole thing was, I don't think they gave a shit about the draft pick. It's a fifth-round pick, possibly turning into a fourth. It's, it's not that nothing. highly coveted. Yeah, it's not a huge pick. We didn't get a first or a second. Their thing was the financials. They wanted a team that was willing to take about half of it, which they were able to do that with Carolina. I'm surprised you got a fifth for him, to be honest. I am too. And then again, if he plays 70% of the snaps, it turns into a fourth. I'll take that all day. Well, I was watching a clip on ESPN where they were saying that <clears throat> Baker is probably not going to be the starter there. They already told Darnold that he's going to be the starter. So he's going to have to go in there and prove himself. And he's coming off sh- shoulder surgery. True mm-hmm. that, James. True that. Uh, to your point, Jory, um, technically that is reducing your contract if you have to play to earn the money that you would have been earned guaranteed. So that's a reduction of contract because he might not hit every criteria that he needs to hit to make that money. We don't know the criteria yet, though, other than yeah. 70% of the snaps. Right. So it's technically it is a reduction when you're guaranteed – Eight million, and you go. Lenny couldn't make it today. He is doing a hand modeling for American Doll. They are actually going to mold his hands Lenny full Pickett? size. Lenny, Kenny Pickett's Kenny's brother. Brother. He, he was a guest. He was a guest. He was nice enough to join Four our show. Ago, yeah. Poor he Lenny throw, couldn't make he it. He throws though. a football pretty well, though. Yeah, he's got a hell of an arm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Baker's officially gone. I no longer have to see tweets that say. Oh, the Browns need to apologize to Baker and win him back. I, I, I couldn't believe people yeah. actually thought that. Did you that. listen to Sports Talk today at all? I did. As soon as the trade happened, I listened to 92.3 for two well, minutes. there's your first mistake. Because within the first two minutes, that's when they brought up, well, you know, yeah, we, some of us might have thought the Browns could have mended fences with Baker and had him stay for a little bit. And as soon as I heard him say that, I was done. And the this second, was within the, five minutes of a show The second I heard a guy call in and give the whole I, – I love when people call in and they're like, you know – uh, first time caller, long time listener, chipper. Um, I uh, I've been a Browns a good line. fan yeah, I liked from it. 1967. I went to the championship game. Blah 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 blah. I'm done with the Browns. I'm going to buy a Panthers jersey and watch Baker. Good for Baker. I hope he does well. I'm, what the f- what? Like, are, are we serious? I've right never now? understood. I get it. I get what, it. What was the comment you just said, Justin? About you listened today and they said what? What did you say? They just kind of were still on the thought process of the Browns should have held on to Baker and had him start during Watson suspension and, and be friends with him, be nice, I mean, apologize, wouldn't that have been the better option? No, than, it wouldn't have. Because, because you cannot go back after you said we need an adult in the room. It yeah. was over right there for both parties. Okay. Baker, but Baker knows that the players that he's playing with. It don't fucking matter. That's whole thing. You, you can't, sort of, you to can't an extent. Go back, I mean, we've revamped him the wide that. receiver group and if, completely. And if you did the fan base – would eat you alive for doing that. That's how you got to look at it. That's business. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. you, if you say you got to have the adult in the room and you're looking for a quarterback that's an upgrade, like Watson, we can all agree he's an upgrade. Yeah. When he played, he was a top five quarterback. Chipper, do you agree with that? Absolutely. 
you could never go back to that situation no. ever. And then people are like, well, if he's out, then Baker's going to play. No, he's not. Yeah. They're going to pay him to sit at home. That's exactly what they're going to do. Well, the Browns are full willing to eat that contract. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they, they knew they were going to pay him regardless. Or they're going to so. wait to week five or the trade deadline. Yeah. Some quarterback get hurt and maybe get a higher draft pick for him. But they were never going back to him. They may have thought, said that for the media to talk, but for the fans and the uh, organization that's just stupid to do why would you even think that why, why like, would you think going back to him is the answer it's the best not. analogy i can come up with is imagine you're working at mcdonald's you're kind of short-staffed one of the guys is disgruntled takes a shit in the deep fryer instead of making fries you're picking up a big old turd you're not gonna go well just stay on for the rest of the day but don't come back you get rid of the disgruntled employee you move on that's exactly what the browns did with baker you nope, got him. Nope. yeah who's, who's wearing a jersey, jersey from yesteryear yeah who's wearing a jersey from yesteryear Defensive player of the year? That's yesterday. Or Najee Harris? Yeah. So those bridges were, weren't just burned. Those bridges were blowed up between and the, the Browns so. and Baker. Unless you have the winning pedigree like the Green Bay Packers, we're able to do it with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. You have some time where you draft the future and you let them sit, and you can make it work with a good organization, a good a good team like the Packers. I mean, that's one of the big I – mean, don't get me wrong. The Browns are obviously a historic franchise – in, in the NFL, but when you have the Packers, Aaron Rodgers sat back, took it. Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre were both professionals. Even there's some stories they maybe didn't get along the greatest. Brett Favre wasn't the greatest mentor for Aaron Rodgers. They made it work. But this is a totally different story because that's a draft pick that you're hoping pans out. This is you're trading for a guy who's already proven himself in this league. You you give him the keys to the car day one. That's it. Yeah. The suspension other, or no suspension. The, the Browns other, are willing to eat whatever happens this year. The other thing you couldn't do is you signed Deshaun Watson for a five-year, $230 million contract, right? Isn't yep. that what it was? Yep. Fully guaranteed. Then you have Baker, who's supposed to be on this roster as a backup. You want him to sit in the same room even though he's suspended or sit in the same room with this guy who he thought Baker thought that he should get that money? No freaking way. That would, yeah, no freaking no way. would have been a great quarterback room, by the way. Just Especially mic, just mic knowing Baker's <laughs> attitude and Emily how aggressive he is. Yeah. Emily he, would have been like, no, you're there not would have been going. posts about it every week. And then the other thing, too, is not that I I think it could have happened, Baker but there are fans five times before. Yeah. Before but there were fans started. who would who would come up with a hypothetical and say, well, what if Deshaun suspended for 10 games? The Browns are eight and two. What do you do then? Like, there's all these weird hypotheticals that I don't think would have happened. But you do put yourself in a weird situation because then Baker's going to be disgruntled behind the scenes if he gets benched, et cetera. Jacoby Brissett knows his role. He's a backup. Kevin Stefanski is going to game plan specifically for Jacoby Brissett as a starting quarterback, meaning we're going to run heavy. We're not going to rely on Jacoby Brissett's arm. We're going to try to win the game the way Kevin Stefanski can manage a game, which is obviously pretty well. He's a good coach. He took the, a bottom five passing offense last year, won eight games with it. Browns fans were still bitching and saying that's not enough. Mind you, we had to suffer through, what, one in 31? A two-year span with Hugh Jackson, we get eight wins, and fans, Browns fans are going, "Oh, Stefanski's on the hot seat. It's not we good enough." We talked about this last week. We said that he probably has two playbooks ready to go. Yeah, he's he's prepared for the suspension of Deshaun Watson. Hundred percent, it's going to happen. We have so, one of the best offensive lines in football. We have the best running back room in football. The Browns aren't really worried about it. We're not worried about our quarterback yeah, situation. That was a topic of uh, yeah, well, ever. yeah, Adam. That was a topic. We didn't bring it up. Adam, who <laughs> lost Baker, gains him back in Carolina. Adam's already at the, at the uh, Fanatic store waiting for the Baker Mayfield Panthers jersey. 
Save your money. Get it from China. He'll be gone in a year. I, I hope the punter in Carolina does not fucking give up that number and he's forced to Is wear something Is it the punter? Else. I heard it was uh, – It's the punter, number six. What's the uh, quarterback that they signed from the uh, XFL? What was his name? P.J. Walker. No P.J. Walker is uh, number six. No, the, the punter right now is number six. Oh, okay, because I thought mm. Walker was. And I hope the punter doesn't give it up. And he's that would be hilarious. The only, quarterback, the only quarterback number right now available in Carolina? Take a guess. One. Yep. Who wore that number? Cam Newton. No fucking way Baker wears number one. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I, maybe I, unless it's Robbie Anderson, who there's no way in hell, I'd, I'd have to look up his jersey number off the top of my head. would be an option. It, is that an option? I believe so, because I don't think Robbie Anderson wears 11. If I'm not mistaken, I think Baker wore 11 in high school. He wore it also at Texas Tech, too. Yeah, so maybe he goes to 11. We'll see. I mean, who gives a fuck? He's off the Browns. Nobody I'm cares. moving on. Did Robbie Anderson just retire after he heard about the trade? Yeah, he he, uh, he jumped on Christian McCaffrey's back, and they ran out of town together. He just rebuttaled on his, uh, com- on his uh, comment that he said. He because, said again, in sports, that's what happens. You exactly. say something, you have to come back and be professional. You exactly. give the political answer. That's what happens. But he's gone. No longer a thing. Um, the Deshaun Watson hearing is done. It ended after we ended our show last week. I think the final day was last Thursday. Um, could get the verdict or decision, I should say, from Judge Sue Robinson any day. Not till next weekend, I don't think. She's got to look over stuff I've seen anywhere from could be happening at the end of this week, could be next week, could be another two weeks from now. Only time will tell. I have no idea when she's going to make her decision. I, I Right now, Nobody I'm to, is. Yeah, I, I have a headache with the whole thing. I just want it over with. I don't care if it's a full season. That's fine. It is what it is. But just move on. I just want to know it and go. Here's the funny thing about this whole thing with, with me. And I've said from the beginning that I don't think Deshaun Watson done, has done anything wrong. And you know that. Yeah, we've yeah, talked we've about talked about it plenty of times. Um, my problem is, is now you have the NFL Players Association coming out saying that there has been zero violation of the code of conduct. Right. Yep. And But yet the league was trying to put precedents out there of the – Robert Kraft situation and even a little bit of the Ben Roethlisberger situation. Yep. But as you stated, you know, the Roethlisberger situation is different from yeah, what Deshaun is going through. And they did nothing to Robert Kraft, who literally got caught with his pants down by the FBI. Yep. So how is that your precedent? And one thing I that that's a good thought that you brought up, the Robert Kraft thing, one thing that I've I've thought about a lot myself is people I heard somebody are defending Robert Kraft saying he was just at a massage parlor. The women were human trafficked in there. He doesn't own it. He's not responsible right. for the women, which I understand. I'm, I'm with him on that. But then they say the difference is they were willing to do it. You really think human trafficked women are willing to jack off old yeah, men? They're no. there by force. It's not by choice. I've seen porno start like this before. So it's Yeah. <laughs> There's a special category for it. And then when you look it up a couple too many times, the FBI comes knocking at you. I just get past the talking part, but we get into it. It's okay. Yeah. So the other the other thing is is that you know now all this information is coming out that it looks like the Houston Texans might have actually set almost every single one of these appointments oh, yeah. up. Yep. So I mean that just still goes back to the credence that the Houston Texans have been behind this entire debacle the entire time. And if anything, that I mean I doubt it'll ever happen, but that just shows you that they've been kind of misleading this entire time. Exactly. So they should be punished by the NFL. I, I one million percent I agree. agree. You know, I agree. that's my thoughts. I mean, just, hey, hey, didn't it also come out that uh, Jerry Jones did something not too long ago, and he paid some woman off, and you know, yeah, he knocked yeah. up a woman kid of his. Yeah. yeah, she was pregnant, and he just gave her a couple million or something, and well, said, "I mean, he never want to see again." Best buddy, so I, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know. What a life to live! You just knock a chick up and give her pull out two million from your bank <laughs> right. and just go, "Eh, that'll shut her up." I think it was a little bit more than two million. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Then again, Especially it wasn't Jerry Jones. She's like. 30 years old or something like that, the woman. I mean, so back then, that was a lot of money. To show money. for a couple of years. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine banging Vince McMahon for $3 million. Yeah. I would think about it. 
I would do it. You'd do it for a million. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably like, at this point, give me like 20,000. He wouldn't be to keep it hard while he's going. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. You're good. Vince McMahon has and the best And that is the exact the point that I was just bringing up, Adam, is, you know, he yeah. asked for a trade and then calls the owner of the Houston Texans racist, but he's not the only one that did because you had J.J. Watt yep. say the exact same thing. Yep. And then you had uh, Davion Clowney say the exact same thing. Yep. So you got three players from that team that, A, demanded to be taken off the team, mm-hmm. B, then call him a racist, but yet the only one that had anything happen to them is Deshaun Watson. Which, don't get me wrong, out of those people, Deshaun Watson might have been the only one that had a little dirt, that the Texans had dirt on but, because of the but massages. But J.J. Watt is one of the, but, the highest-named oh, absolutely. defensive but players in the league. Though. But if they have nothing on him, He's a clean-cut dude. Then what can they really do? They just grant him his release. He played damn near his whole career there. They say thank right. you for everything. Deshaun Watson's going into his what? He was going into his fourth fourth and year. He or just something. signed a brand new. Contract. Just signs a new contract and then throws the Texans. I mean, realistically, the Texans fucked him over. Yeah. They got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. They let Bill O'Brien trade away some of their best talent. Fucked fucked up their drafts. Ruined that team. They were a, a perennial playoff team. Yep. And then in Deshaun's final year, which is another funny argument that, that Baker lovers liked to throw in our faces, they go, the stats are comparable with Baker and, and the, the record's comparable with Baker and uh, Deshaun. Oh, Deshaun Watson set out his last year at Houston. Well, not even counting that last year. Especially I mean, towards ACL, one it's of the, the years he's out that too. Yeah, it's, it's his final, the, the final year that he played, they sucked. The record was terrible. Yeah, they were yeah. one of the worst teams in football. Deshaun's stats, though, were really damn good for a guy who had nothing around him. Yeah, Yeah. really good. So So the fans that like to do that just to try to defend Baker, they need to bring it a little stronger. So what makes me laugh about this whole thing is like the – we, we can agree that Deshaun's probably a, a weird dude, right? We're just going to say Absolutely. he's a weird dude. He got, Everyone's yeah. got, he's their got some weird kinks. He's That's got it. some weird kinks. He likes to just jerk off and massage. It happens. You know, whatever. Do your thing. Um, but what I started really digging into is this last week and a half is when, obviously, your boy, Mike Florio, when mm-hmm. he started digging into the CBA and started yep. reading some of the words into it, it literally, in that CBA, it talks about the, the last season setting out, how they could use last season the games that he set out, they could probably bring that into precedence for this year yep. as, as time served. Suspension. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but yeah. it actually is written inside the CBA that they mm-hmm. could potentially do that, which is interesting. If, to I me. think Watson would have to be willing to pay back what he, it's like $10, $10 million, million. The contract, which I'm sure he, can, he would do that in a heartbeat. If he pays that back, it would then no longer count as him being paid to sit out. Correct. He would have paid it all back. So it's like a, you're, you're paying a, a fee. Right. And that counts. A full fine. year. Yeah. A basically. Fine, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. You're getting a $10 million fine. So, my, you missed a full year. My my defense, and like what Lee was mentioning earlier, which we've talked about, is the fact that you know the NFL has done nothing to prove their case. Nothing. Yeah. Anything they've done, they've done everything to prove in Watson's side yep. is yeah. the fact that you've not done nothing to break the code of conduct. Yep. Yes, you're a shitty human being, probably. Yes, you do some weird shit, uh, but you didn't force anyone. You didn't coerce yep. anybody. And while you might have jerked off on sixty six women in your lifetime, we have nothing to hold against you right now. Yep. But, you know, and, and the other thing that I, uh, that's kind of weird about that whole thing is now that they're finding all of this evidence that Houston might have actually had something to do with all of this. Yeah, they were setting things up, giving him rooms, reaching out to women. But how do we know that they didn't pay these women in advance to oh, sit yeah. there and, and say whatever Deshaun Watson wants? It is extremely fishy gets. that they're all being represented by the same lawyer. That's unheard of. That's the owner that's of the Houston Texans. Of. Neighbor. Yeah. Exactly. It's second, unheard of. The second of. you find that truth is the second you'll find who shot JFK. And I think that's it. why this this it's not so cut and dry. If you look on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, the comments from, from Deshaun haters are all, he should never play again, lock him up, this and that. But then if you really open up everything and look at it, you go, wow, there is a lot against the NFL that looks like they're kind of not not lying yeah. because I'm sure some of these incidents happened. Not 
forcibly, but some of them happened. Um, but it looks like they're really trying to bury Deshaun Watson and they're just struggling to find anything to mm-hmm. put on him. You know, and the other funny thing is, is like you've only heard from the same two victims. That's it. Like the HBO special that they did with Brian Gumble. Yeah. You have 24 women that have come out right. and they had, they only got two. two. Yeah. Two out of 24. That's it. Those are the only ones willing to speak up because the other ones are probably like, well, our stories don't line up. I don't want to mm-hmm. say the wrong thing on TV because exactly. I don't remember what I told the judge well, or, I mean, you know, whatever. The stories of the two women that did the Brian Gumble thing really yeah. didn't line up either. I'm sitting no. there, I'm like, this is, this is complete they bullshit. They hyped it up <laughs> so much, and they were like, holy shit. It was a five-minute segment. This is going to blow this case open, and you watch it, and you're like, that was it. I, did, I knew all of this already. It was yeah. a waste of time, truthfully. Yeah, they had more information about the Brittany Garner thing than they had on the whole Deshaun Watson thing. This whole thing is just dragged down for so long. I just wanted over and done with already. Like I'm expecting a suspension gun to my head. I'm guessing anywhere between six to 10 games. And that's it. The Browns signed him. There's a lot of Browns fans that are freaking out. They're going, this is going to be a wasted year, but they signed him to a five year (laughs) contract. They anticipated a suspension. Oh yeah. They're not, they're not expecting to win the Super Bowl this year. Exactly. They're not expecting much this year. Whatever they get is a gift. They're they're focused on the future. Chipper, what's your guess for the game game suspended? What do you what do you got? I think it'll be somewhere between like eight, maybe eight to ten games, something around there. Is, you know, the NFL will want a whole year, and then they'll go through the whole appeal process. So it'll be somewhere around eight eight games or something like that. Is what I think. So there was a guy from ESPN who today was on a show in Cleveland. I don't know if you any of you guys saw it. I retweeted it earlier. Um, he said, from what he heard, the NFL wants the full year. They know it's not going to happen. So the rumor is, this guy said, that the NFL came to Deshaun and his people with a 12-game suspension, but he'd have to reapply to be reinstated into the NFL. He'd have to apply for reinstatement. Oh, Josh Gordon oh, treatment, come huh? on. Deshaun and the NFLPA said, no fucking way are we doing that because the NFL wants to be able to leave it open-ended to keep going, mm-hmm. no, we're not going to reinstate you, even though it's supposed to be a 12-game suspension. So the NFLPA said, fuck that, we're not taking that. So it sounds right now that they're at about a 12-game mark. Now they'll... Hopefully renegotiate, maybe cut it down to eight, give or take. No reinstatement. Sign, seal, delivered, move on. We'll see what happens over the next coming days. But that's the rumor that I saw today is they offered him 12. Week, week 12 of the NFL, the team that plays in first energy, travels to Houston to play mm. So if it's a possibility, Deshaun comes back on that Against day. Against the yeah. Texans. How yes. fitting. Baker traded to Carolina week one, Browns, Carolina. Deshaun spent 12 games, first game as a Brown against the Texans. You can't write this shit. It's like Hollywood. That's probably what's going to happen. It's almost like the NFL predicts this shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but all right, so we've mentioned. Yeah, sorry, Chip. That's the part of the joke on the NFL is they want like an indefinite suspension so they can leave it open to when they want on their terms and when they can bring them back or not. not, Instead of just giving them a number, they want to leave it indefinite so they can – well, they want to my own terms. The statute of limitations for any women to come forward against him on this on this case next is March, March yeah. 2023. So they do a full year suspension by next offseason. He'll be good. Everything's done. Statute of limitations is passed. They can move on. But obviously well, accepting a, him in March. Well, exactly. It's because the NFL never wants to be look. They never want to look like idiots or they will never want to look bad in well, the light of any day, especially after Goodell fucked up the Ray Rice thing, the Ray Rice thing so much. His ego was shattered during that because he was, I mean, he was close to getting canned. Yeah. And that's the most lucrative job in the world. You're the commissioner of the NFL. You're making millions upon millions of dollars to. So it's funny. I heard this not theory. do a ton. I know I we have a lot more topics to get onto, but just to keep on this, but I heard a theory to, was it yesterday, I believe on, on Cleveland sports talk, uh, the afternoon show where they were talking about the fact that they think, and, and part of his conspiracy theory is that the NFL owners who obviously 
hired Goodell and Goodell mm-hmm. works for the owners. Um, if they came down with like a eight to whatever, 10 game suspension, the owners would, let's say riot, but they would be like, no, 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 we can't do that because the Browns just literally fucked all of us yeah. with their guaranteed contracts. And no, that's bullshit that they only get 10 games. He needs to stop the entire year. That's weird because hey, you'll never be able to prove that ever happened too. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it that the Robert Kraft, the Jerry Jones, the who is the owner of the Ravens right now that has to pay. Um, oh, um, I forgot his name. Anyways, Joe Schmo, nobody cares. Mm. He's gonna be, he's pissed that he has to pay a contract very soon yeah. because it's all gonna be guaranteed money. So they're saying that the NFL owners would probably you know fight back a little bit against Goodell and force Goodell to um, change the ruling of uh, of whatever comes down from Sue. To Steve Scotty. There you go. Thanks, Google. Thank I knew you. it was a Steve. I couldn't remember his name. Um, but no, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm curious to see if there is an appeal to whatever comes down and if there's a pushback from from the, the Shield and Goodell and if they change the ruling of what, what happens and what comes out of this whole case. Yeah, I my, think if anything, go ahead, Lee. My whole issue with this whole thing is, you know, the Players Association and the league had to come to an agreement on the content, you know, the, the conduct ruling anyway. Yeah. So for the fact that the league is even fighting this as hard as it is, shows that it's not a league for the players or the fans. It's a league for the owners. It is. It's At the end of the day, the NFL is a business. It's all about making money. And that's why I don't think a big suspension for Deshaun's coming because the Browns are really popular. Deshaun's coming where? On masseuses in Cleveland one day. <laughs> but he's uh, – the, the Browns are a huge market. They get a ton of views. People watch – I mean, the, the Christmas Day game against the Packers is one of the most viewed games in, of the season last year. The Browns get people to watch. Deshaun Watson being on the field only makes more money for the NFL. They know that mm-hmm. it's at the end of the day, it's a business. Look at any other player. And again, this isn't a knock just because you guys are Steelers fans. He could have played for any team. It would have been the same thing. Look at the Ben Roethlisberger situation. Ben Roethlisberger playing is better for the NFL than not playing. His suspension was the same amount of time as Tom Brady for deflating footballs. Yeah. Rape deflating footballs. The NFL said, that's ah, the same. Well, technically, well, I guess there's two balls deflated. Oh, fuck off, Tim. That was my job. Oh. Tim came in quick. He got in quick. Damn it, Tim. Okay, so Rome actually brings up a really good point. It will be an appeal from the NFL Players Association. Can the NFL yep. Players Association actually appeal the shield? So what? The, what what's going to happen is if, if they don't That's agree. That's unprecedented. I don't think we've ever heard of that. Uh I don't know off the top of my head. I know this one. They're loaded with shit to come at Oh, the hell NFL. yeah. That, that's, that's that's the Robert Kraft situation, all of that. Mm-hmm. They're going to throw the owners under the bus. But it all depends on what happens because Judge Sue Robinson gets to make her case or her decision if they don't agree on a settlement, which is what the NFL wants right now. If Judge Sue Robinson makes a decision and it's not what the NFL wants, the NFL can overrule, which would look bad for them. <laughs> Way bad. You hired this woman to do a job. She's overseeing her first case. Way. Yeah, an yeah. ex-judge, yeah. a woman overseeing this case and they're going to go, eh, we don't like what you did. We're going to overrule you. Not a good look in my opinion, mm-hmm. but they could do whatever they want. But if they do that, that's when the NFLPA can step in and say, all right, if judge Sue Robinson says six games, maybe four on good behavior, Goodell says, fuck that 12. They're going to say we appeal. And then if they appeal, that's where the NFLPA is going to, un- they're going to lift up the rug and show all the dirt that the NFL and their owners have been sweeping under it for years. And oh, yeah. it's going to get ugly. What's, yeah, what's- Dan Snyder. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the um, the lawyer that they brought on? What's his face? We were talking texting about. It. I figured his name now. I can't remember his he's name. He's like the bulldog lawyer that the yeah. that works against the NFL. Jerry he's, something. Yeah, I forgot his name. He's he's pretty good. So I guarantee he's just waiting for that moment to happen. Yeah. He's there's a guy a who will be representing Watson go. and everything that I've seen. The the players love him. The, the coaches love him. Owner the the NFL owners in the NFL hate him. hate him because he gets players on the field 
and he puts Goodell in his place. He's probably got a he's got a safe of shit ready to go. Once they it said happens, he's, he's he's pretty much the only guy in the world that can put Goodell in his place. That's well, it. You know, there's there, there, no way that Goodell is that stupid to override the arbitrator. I agree. There's no like, way. I saw my friends earlier that are saying my my buddies are Jets fans, so they're trying to rag on me, and they're like. Oh, he's going to get, uh, you know, a year. Yes, Goodell's yes. going to lay the fucking hammer on him. And I'm like, Goodell doesn't want that smoke from the NFLPA. There's no yeah. way. Well, Just as a Steelers fan, stuff. you're welcome on the Sunday show. Just not the Tuesday show. Wednesday show. Yeah, Steel City Renegades. Always looking for a new host if Chipper gets diarrhea again or Bo anything, Bo. So you're welcome. Fans, so. Maybe Bo is the surprise fourth co-host we don't no. know about. No. no. All right. No. All right. Debunked. Immediately I, I, debunked. I, I will I will speak for Bo. He'd be a hell of a guest in the show, though. He's really knowledgeable in sports. Yeah, we're going to bring Bo on. We already talked about that. Oh, yeah, did you? Yeah. Bo, Bo, you can come on and take my 30, 35-year contract. Except one Chip. one time, Bo did say that he thinks Mason Rudolph is going to be a pretty good quarterback for the Steelers. So, well, I mean, I, I, every everybody Steelers. swings and misses. Everybody I, swings. Does and he misses. bowl with you guys? Bo, no, he lives out in Norwalk. Oh, okay. There's a lot of things Bo knows. Bo doesn't know bowling now. Okay, he doesn't <laughs> want to get a league switch to Thursdays, does he? No, he no, that's not. only that guy in the that's dungeon. Guy. But you can't spell bowling without Bo. Damn right. Oh, the bowler. Tim, these hot <laughs> takes was... you have tonight. What's going on with that? Oh, my goodness, Tim is on a roll tonight. I was actually just about to bring up the Brian Flores situation and why why they're spending so much time on this and not worrying about yeah, a coach that has a ton of evidence. The NFL has so much more to deal with. And again, with this Deshaun Watson stuff, does it sound weird when you talk about it to people? Yes. yes. But nobody was in that room. There's one thing I do know as a man. I've gotten massage before. You're laying. I've never jacked off in front of a masseuse or anything like that, but I've gotten a massage. You're laying on a bed nude. You're pretty vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You can't forcibly do something while you're laying on your back and the Those other Dominican person standing walking around. Good, yeah, they weren't bad. Yeah. I got that was my first that and only my massage. First one too. I, felt, I felt good to go. Wasn't bad, but I didn't do anything weird. They do lift the towel up, and I wasn't prepared for that. What yeah. about you, Chipper? You ever got a Dominican uh, massage? Nope. Just you let you strike me more as an massage. Eastern European massage kind of guy. Closest I've ever come as a chiropractor. Hey, that'll work. Yeah, it works too. As long as somebody's putting their hands on you, Chipper, that's kind of, all we care about. What kind of about. bones are they cracking down there, though? I'm curious. <laughs> Whoa. You'd like to know. Uh, they're probably, oh. At his age, they're making sure all of his bones still work, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to take a little blue pill until after you leave the chiropractor, Chipper. <laughs> he was just How showing them that, that he could he could pitch a tent with the little towel they put on him. All right. Oh, TP. We're going to skip the NBA talk. We'll get to that another time. The NBA offseason is just in the middle of things so it's not a not important come on man you made me do my homework you want to talk about it i was yeah, trying all right let's, let's make do it quick let's make we'll it do quick, quick. Though. ricky rubio three-year deal with the cavaliers 18 million love um, it the one thing though brian winhurst brought up a really good point yesterday ricky rubio is not going to be ready to play in the beginning of the season i don't care any and all sign and trades have to be three-year deals so he's expecting this to be part of a move the Cavs are looking to make in the future. Ricky Rubio may not necessarily be a Cavalier after this deal. I'm fine with that. And if it doesn't, if it if it works, it perfect. That's great. But if it doesn't work, you have you have Ricky Rubio on the sideline. Yeah, with this team, I, I love him as he was the heart of that last year's Cavalier team when Absolutely. he got hurt, and then when he got traded on top of it, the Cavaliers slid into the toilet. So you're saying that Ryan Winhurst said that Ricky Rubio might be a part of his sign and trade? Yes. He might be a part of one. He didn't a sign and trade. He didn't say specifically for who or what. He just said that the way that the, he said the way that the uh, the contract is structured, that's how a sign and trade contract is. It has to be three years. He said Ricky Rubio is not ready to play till maybe midway through the season. So the Cavaliers obviously need who's an actual the, backup the one point guard. That we have to sign still and maybe trade. Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton. But that's yeah. the other thing, too, is we have to. 
with his exclusive rights uh, tender thing that we gave him, um, we can match anything another team does. So it right. might not necessarily be the contract we're looking for right. to make him a sign and trade. Sure. We'll see what happens with that. The I, 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 I like interesting to keep an eye on. I like the signing no matter what we do with him. I like Rubio either on the team. Or I do too. I, sign I, and trade. It's, it's part of deal. me though. I want him to be here only because of how important he was to the team last year. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of a bad look to be like, all right, we love this guy, heart and soul, traded. All right, we're bringing him back. Everyone's excited. Traded. traded. <laughs> kind of a bad look, but also if, it depends on what we can get back in return. So far, aside from Isaac Okoro, who maybe can surprise us, I really like um, what Kobe Altman's been doing with the team. Yeah, and yeah, there's Ramel, same thing. He's backing everything up. Kobe Altman. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Again, this is just Brian Winhurst. I don't know if he knows anything. He's just saying that that's how sign and trades are. It has to be a three-year deal. So just be prepared in case something happens. Not to get off a tangent. Did you watch Ryan Winter's dramatic performance on TV? Last Loved time? it. That has gone viral. Dude, it was so good. I'm so he he drugged that TV with him. It was like, so great. With him, oh, he was he talking, was of course, of uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant now wants traded. Brian Winhurst demanded all eyes on him. He loved kind of like it was so cool. It looked like he was. Uh, if you watch, it's always sunny. He was like Charlie in the the yeah. when he worked for the yeah. mailroom. Oh, that's yeah. who he was. So that's what Brian Winhurst was like. This guy's getting traded here because of this and this, and he's connecting all the dots. Brian yeah. Winhurst is great. I love him. And he's honestly. got that conspiracy with the Utah Jazz too. He's throwing out there. Yep. I love it. That's Maybe another one. I mean, obviously, all we'll, eyes on quick him. talk about that. Rudy Gobert traded to Minnesota for five players and five draft picks. Huge. Uh, there are. What did I read the other day? There are three centers in the NBA making two hundred million dollars or more. Minnesota has two of them on their roster. <laughs> That's crazy to me. It's it's a good thought because look at the Cavaliers. When the Cavaliers went huge last year, I, I know I joked about it with you. I was like, who the fuck's going to be the point guard? Like, how are we going to score points in this day and age NBA? You don't have shooters. You only have all these towers blocking the paint, and it worked. So I, I admit right there they I was wrong. Off the and that's exactly what I was going to say. I think Minnesota's trying to follow that. They have the star in Anthony Edwards. You have a good big man in Carl Anthony Towns, who's a better version of Jared Allen, especially offensively. And then now you're adding Rudy Gobert, who's one of the best defensive players in basketball. Offensively, though, he's a little little bit of a liability. Um, but they see it as like what the Cavs did with Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, and Darius Garland. You've got your big three. The, the other team that's copying out the Cavs is the Magic right now because their shortest guy in their starting lineup, like six seven, I believe. Yeah, six they're, eight. They're, they're all, only they're all is, tall as shit. They just don't have talent. That's the problem with the Magic. It has height matters. I mean, taking Paulo Ranchero number one. Could be a good pick. We'll see what happens. I mean, I thought Chet Holmgren was the no-brainer pick, in my opinion. I think an under-radar signing for the Cavs was Brooke Lope, or Robin Lopez. Another, yeah. We got another good center because what happened, Moses Brown was good when Jared Allen was hurt last year, but Robin Lopez is much better than Moses Brown. You got yourself a veteran who, who's actually, a, he can score, he can play defense. Just having that veteran presence on a young team is huge, as we saw with Rubio. So Lopez being on the team now means, unfortunately, Moses Brown is gone. Thank you for your service, Moses. He was decent last year. I would have liked to keep him. I would have too. If, if they contract, if they would have kept him or getting Lopez, I would have been happy with either one. But yeah, I'm, but if, if he cool comes in it. like every other veteran who's bought into Bickerstaff's kind of way of coaching, mm -hmm. it's is a big get for the Cavs. Yeah, I mean, I think Bickerstaff has like a whisper to the veterans because he they buy into what he's doing and, and they and the help proof the rest is in of the, the pudding. Team. I mean, look at what he did last year with this young team. That I mean, Vegas had them projected at twenty six wins or something like that, and they they blew I mean, it out of the water. Fuck, he made Kevin Love buy in back into That's, it. I was just getting ready when to you bring could that do up, that. Like, how do you make a guy who's making $30 million a year to say, hey. Care a little work. bit more. Yeah, we're going to move you to the bench, and you're going to lose your job to a rookie who he drafted three. Yep. And he said that when he talked to Kevin about that, Kevin was like, whatever for the team. Yeah. And this team is tighter than any Cavaliers team I can remember. I don't know if you guys saw Kevin Love got married a couple weekends ago or whatever. Ron and them were there. All of the, A lot of the current players were there. The old players were there. It just shows Kevin Love is a great dude. 
I'm a huge fan of Kevin Love. He's one of my favorite players of all time. There's a lot of people saying that they should have traded him. Listen, I'm a Kevin Love fan. What's he got? Two years left on his contract? Just one, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, one year left with, a, I think, is a player option or team option for the fifth year. We hated but, that contract for three years. Now we're okay with it. Which was rightfully so. I mean, we sucked. And, and now now you can sit back and say, well, Kevin, you know, you did this for us for $30 million. Why don't we bring you back at a cheaper rate yep. and you still be our guy off the bench? I think he would like to retire here. I, I really do. I think he, he, sees, he said that. He, he said sees that. where this team is going. I think he would take a pay cut to stay. The Cavaliers have paid him enough. He's set for life. Uh, I'm sure even when he retires, they would probably offer him a job to work in the front office somehow. They want to keep him as a part of Cleveland. Him and Z running the front office? I would I be, like it. That'd be a big office because they need some tall desks and chairs because <laughs> there's some tall dudes. But we'll see what happens. I, I love it. Uh, Cavs are making some good moves. We'll see what happens with that. And uh, speaking of KD and the Brian Winhurst thing, I, I know Lee's not a big basketball fan, but where do you guys think Kevin Durant's going to end up? He has asked for a trade. There oh, are oh, I got an so many things. Question. Oh, you have an answer. Oh, I do. So did you, did you not see the meme going around of the four teams that uh, that Kevin Durant has asked to go to? Um, No, not a meme. So I've it seen is. some so rumors and stuff. So no. the four teams that Kevin Durant's wishing he goes to are the 96-97 Chicago Bulls. Okay. That's the 1927 New York Yankees. Oh, they were good. The 76-77 Montreal Canadiens and the 1985 Chicago Bears. That's the only teams he will go to. Oh, That's actually should. Chipper's first baseball game was the 1920s Yankees. He, uh, <laughs> wow. In person. He should have wow. 95 uh, Indians. That was a great team. That's, that was That's a really him. good team. He only picks winners. So, but to be honest, though, I don't know where Kevin Durant's going to go. Wait, I mean, what, did, what did Dave just say? What? What did Dave just say? Did, what what year Indians? Oh, the fuck Indian. off. Here, oh, we yeah, here we go. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Apparently they weren't good enough. Can, can we get the Braves fan off the screen, please? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tim, is there any way to I put have, a, I have my top five teams where I think he's going to go. Can you put our certificate above Chipper's face this time, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, here, Dave, who do you got? So my top five teams is Miami, Phoenix, okay. the Warriors, the Lakers, and back the OKC. Yeah, I mean, of all the people on that list, it, from what I've read and seen, it looks like unless you, they get extra teams involved and extra picks and players, et cetera, the Warriors have the best offer to put on the table. They can give up some decent draft picks and good young talent. Wouldn't he be going back to the Warriors, though? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't get me wrong. Giving up Wiggins. Yeah, it's Wiggins, Wiseman, James Wiseman. Uh, Kanga, yeah, and, when and you then their first-round pick. Yeah, you're losing all that all that depth. But when you have that Kevin Durant in your starting lineup, we, we saw what they did. I mean, they're a damn good team with him on the court. I don't think he goes back. I think he took enough scrutiny the first time he went there. This is him. He went to Brooklyn to build something. Him and Kyrie are really good friends. They said, basically, that he doesn't like the way Brooklyn's been treating Kyrie. That's one of his best friends. Kyrie's not happy. Kevin's not happy. That's why they both want out at the same time. But going to Oklahoma City is, again, tucking your tail between your legs, taking your ball, and going home. Does he do that again, knowing the shit he went through the first time he did it? Yeah, he, he got some he, championships, but... He, he should, because he owes the city that. True. He owes that to the city on how he turned his back on the city when he told them, oh, well, I'm going to re-sign here. And then Draymond calls him from the parking lot and is like, hey... You know how much better we can beat the Cavs if yep. you were here. And now he he's cheating, or he was tweeting out to uh, Chet last night. Yep, I saw that, and, and was like, "Oh man, you, you rock!" And then they got uh, Shields, Alexander, uh, Gorius. You got two two cornerstones there. You could bring another veteran there with you. You guys have a good front court there. They could be good there. There's only two places I see him going: Miami and OKC. That's it. 
I think the Lakers have way too much to give up to get somebody like Durant. Yeah, the Lakers right now, I mean, the, the rumor is Kyrie wants to play in L.A. with LeBron again, but that's another Oh, yeah, because it worked out so well in fucking Cleveland. Hey, got a championship. The, the Lakers mm-hmm. have no assets. They have nothing to give up, so they would need a third team to get involved, and that's why it would be so hard for them to get either of the two, let alone both. And that's for KD to go to Oklahoma City, my worry for them would be, What's Brooklyn going to want? Because Brooklyn's a stubborn team. Brooklyn is in New York. They want to be known as one of the hot spots for NBA free agents, for players. They want to be like the Lakers, like the Celtics. They want good players to want to come to them. If you get rid of KD and Kyrie in one offseason, you're stuck with Ben Simmons. That hurts your your view from other people. They're going to want good talent back that can play day one. They're not going to want Oklahoma City's draft picks for the future. They're going to want Oklahoma City's current players. Is Oklahoma City going to be willing to possibly part with a Chet well, Holmgren bring, to get a Kevin you, Durant? You bring that up, the Warriors is the perfect spot then. Because exactly. they have them, they have but, Wiseman, they have uh, Wiggins, they have Kapanga, and their first-round pick. But are those guys good enough in Brooklyn's eyes to put asses in the seats to make them a lucrative spot for players I mean, to want to come? I mean, Wiggins turned the corner They did just year. make it to the, to the finals. Again. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, obviously, Wiggins, Wiggins was really good in the finals, but Wiggins has played in the NBA a long time. We kind of know what Andrew Wiggins is. I can't imagine he's just going to be great for a full season. Well, so I mean, for Brooklyn, is, is I mean, he, you, he, you he pair a, is him he a with, one-hit wonder? No, I mean, he's had decent years. He's a good player. He's For, just foreshadowing. So. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he's a good player. It's just not something I, would, I wouldn't build my franchise around a guy like that. None of the yeah. players the Warriors can give you are franchise-building players, in my opinion. Wiseman is in year – he just finished year two – doesn't even get that much playing time. Barely played even in the finals. The most, where if you're good, you should be on the floor. Wiseman barely saw the court. Wasn't he hurt though? He was hurt. Was this he? Year. Yeah, his knee. He's recovering well, from a knee injury. That's not a, another not good thing. Then I didn't even realize he was hurt. But yeah, he was. He, he got a seven like footer the- with knee issues is like Greg Oden. Does Brooklyn want a guy like that? Big men getting injured, especially knees and feet and stuff like that. We saw that with Zdrunas Ogalskis. Yep. You don't recover from that. It's going to haunt you. Yep. At the end of the day, I don't care where he goes. I don't yeah. think they're going I don't it doesn't matter. I don't think I don't think Durant wins another championship in his career. For me, it's more so where I don't want him to go. Oh, KD in Cleveland. I would love that. But unfortunately, Come I'm on. not giving up Evan Mobley for Kevin Durant. And I think that's what yeah, Brooklyn I, would I want. See, so I've there's seen that the no chance. trade that Sexton, Mobley, Okoro, and uh uh Kaz for next two first round picks for him. I would make that you, trade without Mobley. If you swap Mobley for like Markinen, yeah, I, I'll I'll help those guys pack their bags, but I'm not yeah, doing Markin it for anybody else. Do, but, but Mobley, I don't care about the yeah, first there's round no picks way. either. Just fuck you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the draft picks I don't care about, but the NBA is weird. You can't draft or you can't trade consecutive first round picks. They have to be every other year. It's a whole thing. So we'll see what happens with KD, but that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Him and Kyrie are going to be relocating. Um, the Lakers. The one good thing, though, from what I heard from Brian Winhurst again, is that. Kyrie Irving kind of has uh, he's on a he's blacklisted from a lot of teams. Nobody wants him. So well, if the yeah, Lakers want him, crazy. they don't have anybody to bid against. So it's kind of like, hey Brooklyn, you take my best offer, or you you keep Ky- Kyrie Irving and you deal with that. Mm-hmm. Good luck. But Kyrie did say he's willing to play there out of his contract. So either way, he's going to end up in the Lakers if he don't get traded. Yeah, he'll play I agree. His one, he'll play his one year out, sign with LeBron next year. But it it worked. That's assuming LeBron's still there yeah, next year. It, it worked. <laughs> But let me tell you, they won a championship for Cleveland. It worked. But how does LeBron say, I'm going to forgive you after you left me yeah. and we could have built more? And moving. blamed me for the reason you wanted out of yeah. Cleveland. I mean, I think it's it, a it lot of it is no you have to hope that Kyrie matured. 
So if, if LeBron and Kyrie are now yeah, like okay, friends behind the scenes, theory just, just he's come off that a little bit. That was a few years ago. He came off that a little bit. He's gotten a little wiser, a little older, a little smarter. We'll see what happens going down the line. But definitely the NBA is something to keep an eye on. I, I love NBA offseason. It's so fucking fun. Did he mature by stepping on the uh, Celtic? They they earn that. You you do anything you can to, to fuck with those racists up in Boston. Fuck them. Every one if, of them. If Kyrie speed. actually went to the Lakers, how would he and Westbrook get along? Westbrook, Westbrook would be gone. Yeah, yeah. he'd be a piece okay. of for sure, especially to help match the contracts, you have to get rid of Westbrook. But uh, we'll see what happens going there. Now, one fun thing. I was excited to have the guys on here. We're going to do quick predictions. I had everybody do their homework, gave this to everybody. Chipper, did you, you got it, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. We're going to start. We're starting at the top. We're going MVP. Who do you guys think is going to be MVP? I'll start. We'll just go down the line. Me, Dave, Lee, Kyle, Tim, if you want to get in, help yourself. And then Chipper. Uh, I'm going Patrick Mahomes. I think he's got a lot to prove this year. Mm. I think getting rid of Tyreek Hill, there's a lot of people that think, what the hell is that offense going to do? And I think Patrick Mahomes is going to come out and say, fuck you, I'll show you what I can do without Tyreek Hill. And I think Patrick Mahomes is a damn good quarterback. They drafted some young wide receivers for him. Uh, I'm pretty positive. What's his name? Sky Moore. They got him a nice little piece. As long as you have Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid as your head coach, you're in good shape. So I'm going with Patrick Mahomes as my early, early, early MVP prediction. Wah, wah. Uh, I'm going Josh Allen. Okay. Sorry. I'm host of the show. I get to go second. Fuck going down the line shit. Uh, Josh Allen, I think the second would be a, a Mahomes, po- Mahomes possibly. Um, but also I'm throwing Aaron Rodgers up there again um, because I, dude, I, anytime the guy It's so early, I hand, didn't want to do it because he's got all those new uh, rookie wide receivers. Care. Which I just want to say, don't get me wrong, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to stink by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But another MVP, I could see them giving it to somebody else. Yes. But I don't know I, if his numbers will be up there without Devontae Adams. I think it's a close it's gonna be very close between between Allen, Mahomes, and 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 um um whatchamacallit. Wow, I'm forgetting Rogers. Rogers. Yep. But yeah, I think Allen takes the cake this year. I think it's gonna be a hell of a season for the Bills. Sorry, Dave, did I yeah, cut you off there? Looked the like, well, I think so I know who Dave Wissinger, was going so. with. <laughs> yeah, I already have a second. I had a backup one just in case. But I, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, by no means, you're allowed to pick the same as somebody else. No, Absolutely. Because I don't, I don't like doing that. Okay. So, okay. so you guys, two of you guys have that lead. Go ahead. I'm actually going to go Joe Burrow. Okay, good pick. And, you know, they made it to the Super Bowl last year. They, they held them to the very last minute of that game. Yeah. I definitely think that Cincinnati still has a chance to take this division and just completely decimate it as well. If they play the way they did in the second half of last season, absolutely. They're they're a damn good team. Yeah. The only thing though is was is that consistent or was that a fluke? We'll see this year. Um Josh Allen was somebody I was thinking about picking, but I also just can't bring myself to thinking a Buffalo player is going to dominate the NFL. Don't get me wrong, Josh Allen's good, but is he going to be MVP? I need to see a little more out of Buffalo before close. I'm willing to. I'm actually kind of shocked that he didn't go for Joe Burrow as, as much as he was picking Cincinnati last year for, like, everything. Yeah, but Josh Allen is talented, and he can ball. He can play. He showed you that in a playoff game against Kansas State. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking Joe Burrow or anything, but what I saw to Joe Burrow was he's progressively gotten better, but I still don't really like what Cincinnati did with their offensive line. Yeah, I'm worried they could have a little bit of a hangover after kind of, you know, they flew so close to the sun last year as a very, very young team. Can they continue to do it? I mean, I was talking about it before the Super Bowl last year. Like, I think Zach Taylor was probably going to be on the hot seat if they didn't, if they weren't successful last year. I said the same thing. So you, he got the new extension. But as we all know, as Browns fans here, <laughs> you guys know, even as Browns haters, 
a, a contract to a head coach means jack shit. I mean, we're yeah, probably absolutely. still paying head coaches in Cleveland that haven't been here. I, at least yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's say, a handful. Still paying Romeo Cornell and Sean. all those other people. Yeah, so I mean, Zach Taylor signing that new contract doesn't mean shit. I mean, they come out right. and have a four-win season, five-win season. They shit the bed, whatever. Changes can be made. So we'll see what happens. Who did Chipper pick? Uh, we haven't gotten Chip to him yet. Gone. I'll, I'll take mine last. I'm going with uh, Josh Allen as well. Um, only because I think because of what the year that he had and making it to playoffs and the way they lost in the playoffs sort of uh, taught him something, got him over the hump. So I'm thinking he's going to take that next step and be even better this year and be the, be the MVP. I don't think he'll be bad by any stretch, but my thought process on it was the way they lost was so fucking heartbreaking and gut-wrenching. I want to see how he reacts to that. Does he come back with a killer mentality or does that kind of not ruin him, but kind of make him take a step back, I guess. Tim, do you have anybody? No, I don't. Okay. All right. So I'll take a defensive guy. I think that uh, he's one of the best defensive, well, if not the best defensive player in the league, I'm oh, going to go Jesus. with Aaron Donald. Okay, good. <laughs> I knew he was going. I knew exactly <laughs> where you were going. As soon as you said I'm that. Like, hey, don't say what. Don't say what. I mean, what? what's – Watt is very, very, very good, and you guys can't take that away from him. Man. No, absolutely not. He's, he's one of the best defensive players. Aaron Donald football, is a game changer just like Watt is. I think Donald's going to be hungry this year to try and get that defense back to the Super Bowl and go back-to-back. I think they want one more for Matthew Stafford. and uh, uh, I, I hate to say it, but I Sean think Donald's McVay. doing this right now. I so we'll he, get to that with the next one because the next question is actually defensive player of the year. So I'm guessing a lot of people are going to have Aaron Donald as a pick or at no. least a thought. So uh, Vegas has Aaron Donald tied with Miles Garrett for odds on favorites right now. I mean, it's early, but again, super early. Uh, my thought, so we'll move on to uh, defensive player of the year. Aaron Donald, I, I'm assuming most people consensus want to pick, but I'm with Kyle on that. Just won the Super Bowl, just got a huge contract. I could see a Super Bowl hangover for the Rams. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of talk last year about Sean McVay possibly stepping down if they won the Super Bowl. He didn't, but there were a, there was a lot of talk about it. There's a lot of things you don't know. I, I also think the Rams were good, but I don't really think of them as one of the best teams in football last year. They ended up winning the Super Bowl. I'm not taking that away from them at all, but it's not a team that I look at as like a powerhouse. I do think they got better. They added Bobby Wagner. They added Von Miller. Or I'm sorry, Von Miller went to Buffalo. Um, They, they, they added Bobby Wagner. They That helps their defense tremendously. He's still a great, great uh, linebacker. Aaron Donald, though, my opinion, greatest defensive player I've ever seen. Sure. I think he's the best defensive player I've ever watched play football personally. Uh, Aaron Donald is your greatest defensive player that you've ever seen. Yes. He's only been alive. I've never seen a person change a game the way Aaron Donald can. Go back and watch some Lawrence Lawrence Taylor. Oh, I'm very familiar with Lawrence Taylor for sure. But back then he was doing things that nobody had ever really done that you didn't have linebackers going after the quarterback like that. So it was innovative and it was great. But then he just started what happens in the NFL now every year. Aaron Donald is a guy that you have to know where he's at on every play. He's involved. He single-handedly beat the Bengals. He shut their offense down at the final drive. He was getting to Joe Burrow, making him throw the ball with his fucking back turned. He's just so damn good. So are we doing defense? I think we're doing. <laughs> are we, so we're doing. Are we so doing, we're doing defensive player of the year. Yeah, I did not doing, pick. Are we doing rookies too? Like rookies. Oh yeah, we're gonna okay. do offensive and defensive. So who's your defensive year. player of the year? My pick. I'm going Miles Garrett. I think this is the year he is going to step up. Um, he, he had what 16 sacks last year. Battled some injuries, but I'm going with uh, Miles Garrett. I think this is going to be his year. Yeah, not. I mean, not to sound like, and it's not just because I'm a Browns fan. I honestly, the, Miles Garrett, you guys, I'm sure will agree, is a damn good player. Yeah, and not yeah. to sound like the homer, but I, I'll go Miles Garrett too. I think TJ Watt's a close second, though, to be honest, when it comes to defensive player of the year. But I think Miles Garrett takes it this year. 
I think Watt will get it this year because he was robbed last year. I mean, he tied the sack record. I mean, unfortunately, we all seen him do sack number 22, which they said should have counted, but he really didn't sack the dude, so he didn't earn that sack. I'm right. glad they took it away from him because as a fan of, of uh, Pittsburgh and for uh, Watt, you, yeah, you want it to be a fair. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I mean, he didn't, he didn't earn Well, Reggie White didn't earn his last one on Brett Favre. So, Absolutely. But Watts, Watt didn't earn it. So take it away. I see J, or TJ Watt as the uh, MB, or defensive player of the year. All right. I'll let Sewing Room Man go first. Who? I was, I'm going to go, going to go up the beaten path. I'm going to go Micah Parsons. I, I didn't want to bring his name up, but Adam just said him too in the comments there. That's a, that's a really um, good. I think that's a guy who's going to step They're up. They're sitting across from each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense now. They're sharing notes. We just can't see it. They are. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to, you know, Aaron Donald and TJ Watt and even Miles Garrett are kind of like the obvious choices. But, so I went off the beaten path. I, after the year that Micah Parsons had last year being a rookie, I, yeah, you can only imagine rookie. what the limit yeah. is for him. Good pick. Uh, I'm actually tied. Okay. I, I couldn't pick just one because these two were so close last year and everything. And it's Miles Garrett or TJ Watt. Fair. You I mean, uh, any any of these guys mentioned more than likely will be the defensive player of the year. So, so there you go, Adam. The Renegades did not unanimously pick TJ Watt, <laughs> star of the show. Offensive player. Uh, I didn't. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. I didn't do offensive player of the oh, year. Oh, okay. I got, well, I got offensive I got player of the year. Player I too. say Justin Herbert. Ooh, I got one. I probably no one's picking. I picked Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Okay, oh, that's, that's a, a good pick. Back from the Colts. Yeah, the Colts. It's a good pick. I that mean, he he regressed a little bit. He had a good few weeks and then they slowed down a little bit. Lineman in that team too. Yeah, yeah, no, their offensive line got better. They had yeah. Matt Ryan, who's a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. So I think he's gonna not a bad pick. A, not that I'm hinting at who I'm going to draft in my fantasy football team try this year. But bold, hey. bold strategy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't pick anybody for offensive player of the year, yeah, but uh, I would probably probably go. I'd probably go Aaron Rodgers then because I think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a good year. I just don't think it's going to be MVP caliber. Not I think coop. Mahomes will. Not, not the coop. No, I don't know if he's going to have the same season he had last year. That was an anomaly of us. Not a, like he's a great player, but that was a freakish season. I don't know if somebody can repeat that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't pick one either. So yeah, I just did offensive and defensive so rookies. What's your offensive rookie of the year then? My offensive rookie is none other than Chris Olave, New Orleans Saints rookie wide receiver. I picked him because they have so many weapons down in New Orleans. Somebody's got to catch the ball, and if you're Worried about Michael Thomas? You're worried about Alvin Kamara. Chris Olave is going to be open. It's a good choice. I like that. That's I was, who I, I, that, that I was my at, thoughts on it. I thought about Olave, and I know who these two are going to pick. But I wanted to. Uh, I, I went ride receiver. I went Drake London. I think Drake London's going to have a hell of a year. I thought about it, but my worry was that aside from Kyle Pitts, Atlanta doesn't have much on offense. They have a shitty quarterback situation. So my worry is that he's just not going to get the touches this year until yeah, they figure out that a lot situation. Of passes he could take to the distance, I think. Sure, so. but if defenses go, we're just going to double team this guy, yeah, keep sure. a center fielder. Good luck. You know that that was my thought with Jamison Williams too. Yeah. With Detroit is Jared Goff sucks. I just I don't like Jared Goff. I can't pick any highest, wide receiver to win an award. Salaried offense in the NFL, by the yeah, way. Detroit uh, Lions. It's absurd. Twenty three million. It's crazy to me. So that's the only reason I. That's why I went with Olave. I just think you got a better quarterback in James Jamison uh, James Winston. And then you have Michael Thomas to worry about, Alvin Kamara to worry about. Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Jarvis Landry, I forgot about him too. How quickly we forget about a guy like that. <laughs> and then you have Chris Olave who's going to steal some touches. So that's that's why I went with him. Okay. So what do you guys got? I got Garrett Wilson. Okay. The Jets. Yeah, I got him. He's I hate team. Zach Wilson, so I can't pick Zach anybody Wilson's to win an award there. Ball out this year. You watch. 
I uh, I will be waiting. I've yet to see him do that. <laughs> Who you got, Lee? Olave, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Good pick. I yeah. mean, that I, I really thought about it. I broke down, like, who do I think is going to get a lot of touches and what situation's best for this player? And I thought Olave was just, he's in a great spot. Yeah. He really is. I mean, I, I, looked at, I looked at who the Steelers drafted. I think that's where you were headed yeah. with that. You know, and I'm just like, any one of these players could have a phenomenal breakout year. Yeah. But there's too many questions in too many places. Especially with, like, I don't know if you guys would have maybe thought of Kenny Pickett, but the problem yeah. with that is, what if Trubisky's a starter for six weeks? Pickett's year, season isn't going to be good enough to win Offensive Rookie of the Year more than likely. That's why I didn't pick him. Because yeah. You don't, yeah. Know, you don't even know who the starter is going to be. So, yeah, that's exactly, that was my thought on it. Fun fact, Kenny Pickett's opening up the Vegas odds as uh, Offensive Player of the Year right now. I saw really? that, but that's just because he's the first quarterback selected. They but always go with saying, the top I'm just quarterback. Saying that that's that's Vegas yeah. odds. I mean, right I, now. And I personally think the Steelers made a mistake at, at drafting him at twenty because it's very obvious that he would have been sitting there in the third, fourth. That's fifth the round. weird thing is that he was. There's such a gap between Kenny Pickett and the next, the next, the next quarterback. quarterback. It's like, <laughs> huh? What what went wrong there? Did the Steelers about, just guess right, or, gap or it's gap? it's it doesn't okay. it's bigger than the room? Honestly. <laughs> It took two days for another quarterback to exactly. be drafted. And that was That's unheard of. You know, and there were so many other players and so many other positions of need that the yeah. Steelers needed. In a day and age where quarterbacks are everything, you mean to tell me that no team wanted to use an extra two or an extra three on one of those yeah. guys to just build them up and hope for the best? Yeah. They literally all said, fuck no, I'm not touching these guys and let them all fall. Chipper, who do you got? Yeah. Offensive My goodness, Lee just sounds – Repeated just everything that I said when we picked, uh, when everybody said we should take Willis or Pickett at 20. I said that all along. What the hell, Lee? I actually said we should have taken a defensive player. Shipper, this is why the Renegades was your idea. Don't, yeah, don't I know. This yeah. is why this is a yeah, mind. Yeah. Make sure you keep reminding him of that. Make this, sure. This, I'm surprised he hasn't got up to use the bathroom yet. And, and, this, and this is why I invited Lee on the show, because great minds think alike. Mm. <laughs> Who's your pick? Uh, um, I actually had Chris Olave, too. For the exact right. same reasons as uh, Justin brought up. I mean, Michael Thomas comes back. You got to worry about him. And then uh, Alvin Kamara. So, yeah, that's exact. Those are the exact reasons why I come up with a lot of hey, I mean, it depends on, yeah, Jameis Winston can throw it deep and Chris Olave can run some damn good deep routes. I don't, I'm not a huge those, Jameis Winston fan. He likes crab but, legs, but he likes yeah. to throw the ball too. So. I just think situation-wise, perfect. Uh, next up, defensive rookie of the year. I am going with George Karloftis, defensive end from the Kansas City Chiefs. My thoughts on that is... Uh, a lot of the teams that have good defensive ends drafted them early. We know who started the show is going to pick. The problem with drafting a defensive end early is you're probably not a very good team, and I knew it. you're going to be playing with you're going to be playing from behind, which means teams are going to be running the ball, not passing. It's going to hurt the sack counts for some of those players like Aiden Hutchinson. If a team's facing the, t- the Lions and they have a big lead, they're not going to be throwing the ball, so Hutchinson's not going to be able to do as much. He's going to have to, you know, tackle for loss, et cetera. But that's not really not going to fill up the stat sheet. So I went with George Karloftis because I think Kansas City is going to be damn good. They're going to be playing with the lead. Teams are going to have to throw on them. He's going to be able to eat. That's my thought process on I that. I didn't pick one of these. Okay, no worries. Well, If you want us to come back to you last, if you want to pick one or if you want to skip picking, it, totally up to you. In the spirit of picking our favorite colleges, I'm going to say fuck Aiden Hutchinson, by the way. We're going with Kyle right. Hamilton. I saw this one coming. Defensive <laughs> rookie of the year, Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. Did you? Damn it. Oh, fuck off. Is that who you're picking, Chip, or thought about yeah. picking? Yep. <laughs> I actually had him too. So. Really? Okay. I'm really curious to see how he's going to, this is again, not just because I, I don't like the Ravens. It's a curious pick. Kyle Hamilton is not your prototypical size safety. He's going to be a, a first of his kind to play in the NFL at that size. I'm, I'm curious to see how it's going to work out. Beast mode. That's why a lot of teams 
on paper, he was a top 10 pick. Everybody thought there's no way this guy makes it out of, out of top 10. And then next thing you know, he starts sliding. Baltimore swoops him up. I forgot exactly what pick. It was like 14, something like 14. that. 15. 14. Yeah. They swooped him up, and everyone's like, how the hell did he fall to the Ravens? And I think, again, it's his size. It's not prototypical for an NFL safety. It's going to be an adjustment for him in the NFL, size, speed, everything. We'll see what happens. I'm not a uh, Ohio State fan. I don't give a shit about what college a player goes to. So Chris Olave is just a good pick for me. Yeah, I, was, I think I, I wasn't. Think the reason, I think the reason why Hamilton will be so good is because the Ravens' defense is always so good. So that's why I think Hamilton will excel because of the defense he's going to. Yeah, yeah. They, they've always had you know top tier defenses over there. So. Oh sure. What do you guys pick? You pick anybody? He said Kyle pick. Hamilton. Okay, also, cool. do you have a pick, Dave? Or are you good? Nah, I'm good. No worries. All right, next up, we are doing AFC, NFC. Who do we think will be representing who in the uh, Super Bowl? Let me guess. Let me guess. Start a show. I already know who he's picking. So go ahead. <laughs> I already know who he's picking. He's buying a jersey right now. Oh, Jesus. I am going. Shane's Man Cave. Kansas City against the Green Bay Packers. Great pick. One of these years, you're going to get the One of the, I, I picked the Packers now three years in a row. In fucking two of those years, they've been damn good. They just keep choking in the playoffs. I think one of these years you'll get it right. I'm just going to keep guessing until I hit it. That's how you do it. Shoot or shoot. Isn't that the saying? Buffalo Bills. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> okay. That's a fair pick. He said, say it, smartass. He's picking the team that plays in first energy for the AFC. Guarantee it. I actually have Cincinnati going against Green Bay. Okay. I could absolutely see any of those. I got the Raiders AFC. Ooh. They got Devontae Adams, which was a good pick. New weapon for him. Sure. They also got the big tight end. Uh, and from the NFC, I think it's going to be the Rams again. I think that they want to go back. To me, they got the best team in the NFC. I don't think Brady gets back. They lost Gronk. I don't know what they're going to – well, they still got O.J. Howard. I mean, But he's no Gronk. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. no Gronk. That Gronk's so a hard guy to replace. I'm taking the Raiders versus the Rams. All you right. Said, you said you're wrong. Oh, Chipper, we got to get got him Chip. first. He, he, just, he just said that because I called him out. He's, he's ordering a jersey right now. Um, I guess I'll go Buffalo and uh, the Rams. All right. Buffalo is a great pick. Honestly, yeah. any of these teams could definitely be representing in the Super Bowl. I, I just wanted to see what everybody's thoughts were. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. What's up? Lead picks, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cincinnati yeah, and Green yep. Bay. We're going to take a quick break. It's going to be honestly really, really quick because we got some good shit to come back with our one year wonders. We're going to come back, talk about it all, and uh, we'll be back in a minute. Tim, you all set? See you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with some glorious ads coming to you live from the Growing Wings Adult Services. State of the art, studio number two. They are the official sponsor. Growing Wings Adult Service has five years of experience of taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, call Lisa 234 334 7547. So we talked about naming the studio something else tonight. You know, they're talking about Boston. It's a great idea. Um, but you know what? You know what? The studio looks so great that we're. It's because of Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement. They they came out and designed the studio with us in mind. I think they made a big wall for all of our plaques. That we're going to put up there eventually, and I can't wait for it. I'm going to call them and ask, can we get like a showcase, like a trophy showcase? Yeah, the Steelers know about that. They have enough Super Bowl trophies. They have showcases out there. My worry is that they might have to put an extension on and, and add more wall yeah, because like, we're going to run out of room for the, all these awards oh, eventually. The, you know what? We can call it the Stay Hall. Stay tuned for next year. We can call Stay it the we can call year. it the Hall of Balls, basically. So <laughs> the Balls Hall. Like the Balls Hall. <laughs> no, no, it's got to be the Hall of Balls. Hall of, the hall of, of Balls. balls. <laughs> 
Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement. You, they, they take care of bathrooms, kitchens, windows, doors, and hollow balls. Uh, give them a call. Give Will a call today at 440-731-7654. Tell them that Team Redline Radio sent you, and they'll take care of you. Well, you know what, guys? You're going to need a building to put that hall of balls in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can reach out to our brand new sponsor, All Access Realty. Tell Frank that Redline Radio sent you. Their mission is to provide exceptional residential and commercial real estate brokerage service to all of their clients and communities. Awesome. Love it. Uh, now, you guys have seen Lee and Dave drinking out of their awesome cups today. Those were, of course, done by incredible keepsakes. I'm going to have to talk to them about a talking about balls one for Kyle and myself mm -hmm. and Tim. I think Tim needs one as well. We can't forget our boy. Uh, but if you guys are interested in anything from incredible keepsakes, give them a call 440-242-9648 or go to their website at www.incrediblekeepsakes.com. And as Diane would say, cherish moments are made to last forever. Just got some amazing money's crazy mind t-shirts from there. Speaking of money's crazy mind, you can, of course, check that out on a Friday night. 8 to 10 from the Growing Wings Adult Service Studio. We've got Tim Buck Tuesday. And, of course, the reason they're here, Steel City Renegades coming back. 7 17 That's the boys by the way. are back. Is it? No kidding. It is. What a day for everybody. The boys are back. Sunday night, the 17th, in a couple of weeks, they'll be kicking off the uh, everything new for them. Surprises galore. New co-host, etc. They're going to be getting the, the Steelers season ready for all of you. Any any Steelers fans out there, if those of you guys are still left, because obviously the team's in a rebuild. I don't know how loyal Steelers fans are. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, they're back. And any day of the week, Redline Radio has shows playing 24-7. You can catch anything. If you missed it, go back and watch it. Give everybody some love. You can't go wrong with any of the shows. They have a little bit of everything. They have talks about sports. They have shows that talk about love. They have shows that just make jokes. They have everything you want. Tim Buck Tuesday is just Tim opening up his mind and telling you whatever the fuck is on his brain. And I love it because it can go anywhere. Well, it sounds like money's crazy mind too. That too. Right. You're, you're, you're a little more not scripted, but like you stick to, you have an idea and you go with it. Tim is just, fuck it, hit record. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. That's what I love about it. Hey, and then you can't. The number one star, 80. No so it keeps growing every week. That's and great. He did all 80s this past week. So he's got a call in line where you can call and request a song. So if you guys got an opportunity, check that out. That's exclusively on the radio.co part of Redline Radio LLC. You can type that in, download our app. You can get all of our shows on there as well. And we are going to be adding video as well to, uh, Hell yeah. to the website. Yes. To the website. And uh, check out our uh, Redline Media Group page. Uh, we got a lot of good things that are going to be happening over there. We're doing some comedy stuff with Ebony Timberlake. We're teaming up with them. Also, uh, Trap Boy Mannequin, we're teaming up with them. So make sure you guys keep an eye on that. We also got some races that will be coming up that we're going to be doing, um, some flag football that we're going to be doing, and a lot of other stuff that we're going to be doing. So stay tuned to what we got coming up. And Thursday Hell night, yeah. Thursday night, anybody that uh, is a Stranger Things fan knows that Metallica actually just gave the Duffer Brothers a huge glowing praise for what happened in season four no spoilers I haven't watched it yet <laughs> well uh get caught up because friday night that's what i'm talking about on money's crazy mind but anyway thursday night on redline radio llc.com part of the radio.co experience money's crazy soundtrack is actually going to be showcasing the second half of metallica's career so snm one all the way through to snm two all right i like it I, I, their history is so damn long i'm surprised you could even fit it into two shows 
I, I it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. There's a lot to talk about. Well, and originally I was gonna actually just like put snippets of their history into the actual radio show, and I'm like, this thing's gonna be five fucking hours yeah, you, long. There's no way you'll be doing it for a month and a half. So at that, least. that's actually why I did the history of Metallica last Friday night on Money's Crazy Mind, and then I just said I'll leave the music show to the music, and I'll talk yep. about them on the talk show. So that's a good way to do their it. Their S&M album's amazing. Oh God, I love them both. Oh, it's amazing. Know? So while Kyle and I we joke and you know we talk a lot of shit after getting the awards, we are extremely honored to get awards from Redline Radio. We're happy to be a part of the team. Everybody on the station deserves some love. Every every month when Lee announces the awards are coming out, Kyle and I text each other always and we're like, wonder what happened, you know? And I we even said, honestly, we're like, hey, I kind of hope we don't win. Like we want to see other people thrive. That's the whole point of being here. We're all one team. We love seeing everybody else get awards and win and, and numbers going up every month. So yeah. we love to see it. The top show at Studio One literally came down to 170. Uh, and that's awesome that we love hearing that that's awesome the competition between people it's fun it's friendly everybody just wants views that's the whole point of doing this we love it and i don't know if you guys uh checked out club pizzle yet but uh oh yeah i have he uh just won the award for coming in hot he just won the mvp too for uh for uh the flag football game so kudos to don p and them and them boys over on thursday nights are holding down you got lex over there that starts it off from seven to eight and then you got don p follows up they take a little hour break. Don P comes on 9 to 10. Don P got some hot takes over there. So you guys don't know what you're missing on Thursday nights. You got Lex, who is no filter. None. And Don, who likes to stay to a script. So that's kind of like how it works out on Thursday. It's love awesome. It. It's a good mix. It's a great mix. Studio One holding it down. We love it. Everybody check it out every day of the week. Just go to Redline. Look for any show you want. Past. Uh, everything's in the library there. You can go back and watch it. It's great. Yeah. No, I'm so happy, you know, when when – I I actually reached out to Dave. Oh yes, yeah. I had some other friends that used to have a show here, and I wanted to interview them for my show. And you know, they're like, "Well, you're gonna have to call Dave because we're under contract." <laughs> so you know, I called Dave, and I'm like, you know, you know, I want to interview these girls, blah 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 blah. And he's just like, "Yeah, sure." And he's like, "But why not just bring your show to Redline?" I'm like, "You can do that." Of course, like, that's I, how we got here. Yeah, you know, but I I always always looked at it from a terrestrial radio standpoint where they had to reach out to you. Yeah. You know, and then when he's just like, no, bring it over here. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, I walked in and there's Lex Vegas, who a man who I've known for 15 years, sitting there doing a show. And I'm like, I'm home. Yeah, that's it. That's all you (laughs) needed to see. That's exactly how Kyle and I thought. We were asked to be a part of Redline. We did some thinking about it. We were like, this is going to be great. Oh, yeah, by the way, your guys' contract needs to be signed tonight. Sounds good. Two yeah. year deal. That's what we're going to give them. A two year deal. All right, I'll you don't up. get a thirty five year deal like I got. I mean, if they want a thirty five year deal, they can have it. <laughs> yeah, we want the chipper. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, a STD, by the way. The yeah, chipper. it really does. Yeah, they do not make an antibiotic for that. Yeah. All right, we are going to wrap up the show with the one year wonder segment that we've all worked on. Now, what I said, you guys could have picked Pittsburgh, Cleveland, whatever. It depends on whatever sport. I think I know. both. Yeah, I was going to say, I know you guys like some of you like. I Cleveland. I only did Cleveland myself personally, too. So uh, we're going to start with MLB. I'll go first. MLB one-year wonder, the guy that I was a huge fan of, 2003 Rookie of the Year, Jody Garrett. Oh, it's a good pick. He was a Rookie of the Year. I was a huge fan. I remember I was a kid. I bought his, his jersey T-shirt. I went to so many Indians games that year. And then after his rookie season, he kind of fizzled out. He bounced around from team to team, yeah. never did anything else. They changed his swing up, kind of ruined him as a batter. But his rookie season, it was so cool to see. I was young. I was, what, 13, 14 at the time when he was here. So many years ago. And seeing him win rookie of the year, I, that was my first experience for a guy winning yeah. rookie of the year. So I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. This guy's going to be great. Yeah. Like, I, I got, I'll get to watch him for the next 20 years. I like it. Didn't Good work pick. out that way. So that was my pick. My, my MLB pick is Jared Wright. 
Okay, good pick. Uh, hell of a year he had when he was on. He was on fire throwing the heaters. He had yep. a lot of strikeouts. I think he had. I think he was in Cy Young talks the one year too. Yep. Next year did absolute shit. Unfortunately, but yeah, that's my pick. My pick is from the Baltimore Orioles. Number nine, Brady 90210 Anderson. Mm-hmm. He had yep. one good year. He had 52 home runs, 50 doubles, and batted like 319. And he was skinny as Justin. Yeah, it made no sense. He had that one year where he just went crazy. Um, Kyle and I actually talked about him last week because we were we did a uh, like nationwide oh, oh, yeah. pick. Yep. Brady Anderson, I, I think, counts for Cleveland because he did play here for yep. a year. That We yeah. kind of joked about that. We're like, if you want to count him as a I Cleveland. I forgot he did play. Oh, but his, his one good year didn't happen in Cleveland, so that's why I didn't count him for, for, the, for the Indians. Who you got, Lee? I, didn't, I actually didn't do baseball. I only did football. Okay. okay. No worries. Chipper, you got one? Um. Since we did this, I got the note saying it was either Cleveland or Pittsburgh, and I'll follow the Pirates. I got one with an Indian. How about uh, Russell Brannion? Oh, I remember him. Back wow. in the day, he came up through the system. He was supposed to be the next big power hitter, and for him, is basically a strikeout or nothing type of deal. So, yeah, Russell Brannion. Sounds like and that was Bobby before Bradley. the current way baseball is structured, because nowadays, home run or a strikeout is totally okay. Yeah. Back then, they wanted you to hit for, for average, and yeah. when you were swinging and missing it or hitting a home run, that wasn't good enough. They got rid of guys like that. A la Russell Brandon. I like that. It's a good pick. Yep. Absolutely a good pick. All right, NBA. Shoot, booby, shoot. Oh, he was my off. pick. The 2007 playoffs, his rookie year against the Pistons. It was game six to uh, wrap it up, wrap up that series against them. To get the Cavaliers to their very first finals, he went off. He carried the Cavaliers in the second half. They made T-shirts. He was the biggest fucking name in town. He never did a damn thing again after that. That was my That was my pick. He did keep the call. Yeah, that's true. I think he got into some fights and shit. Like he did some cool shit off the off the court, but on the court, unfortunately, his career ended and began with shoot booby shoot. So I I had him as my first pick, but I did pick a backup, thinking you were going to take Booby Gibson. Uh, Matthew Delvadova, yeah, um, had one great season the year they went deep because he came in clutch when Kyrie was hurt. He came in clutch and and held down um, Curry when he he got dehydrated so bad they had to take him to the hospital after one of the games. Yep. Guarding Curry, and that's when everyone was like, "Holy yeah. shit, we've never heard of this guy." Yeah. He had a great heavy metal song written about him. I, I heard it on '93. <laughs> they used to play it all the time. Yeah, so I mean, he had a hell of a season, but then after that, he he got paid off of that season, you know, and he, he hasn't done much since then. So yeah. yeah, unfortunately, he left Cleveland, went to Milwaukee for a year, did nothing, came right back to Cleveland, had some concussion issues, and he's been out of the NBA. Yep. Wow. You guys pick any NBA players? I did. I got one. We got Ricky, Mister Triple Double Davis. I loved Ricky, Ricky Davis. Davis. I loved Ricky Davis. Oh, yeah, him, yeah, Darius yeah. Miles, damn, those teams were fun. We sucked, but those I teams were fun. Game when he I used to go to triple double. all like, the Cavs games back then because they were you could basically walk in for free. Nobody was going to the gun they, back all, then. They were paying you to go to those games. Yeah, all they'd see Silas, somebody on the street. They're like, here's tickets to the five. Paul Silas <laughs> looked at him like, what the fuck are you doing? He didn't give a shit. That team sucked. Ricky Davis and Darius Miles were just out there to play basketball. They didn't give a fuck about the outcome because why should they? The team was terrible. Chipper, you got anybody for That's a good pick. Um, how about Trajan Langdon? Ooh, Trajan. Ooh. Tragic Langdon. Most of us call <laughs> yeah. him that. Tragic, <laughs> Lane, tragic yeah. Langdon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he was just basically a one-hit wonder. He came in with su- such high hopes when he got him from, what, Duke, I think, right? Yep. Yep, and he didn't pan out with the hell. So, yeah, tra- Trajan Langdon. God, I remember that pick. That was that was my prime of watching Chipper, the Cavs when I started really the loving. Bag it. of like history. He went to the nineties. I, like I like it. I love it a lot. Uh, I mean, if, that. if I were to pick an NBA, because I'm not really that big of a basketball guy, it probably would have been Matthew Dellavedova too. Yeah. Just because yeah. 
you makes know, sense. Every, everybody was so high on him after that, and then, like like you said, he just kind of fizzled out, left yeah. the Cavs, and had a hell of a year. Everyone got on board. He got the Delvadova trade, and then they brought him back, out. and everyone was all excited. Yeah, and yeah. Like yeah. I said, he yeah, got that early suck. season concussion, and then all of a sudden, months go by, and you're like, "What, what the, the hell, hell happened, happened to Delhi? Yeah. Did he die? <laughs> like, what's going on?" They're like, "No, his concussions are still bad." So I don't know. Maybe he's playing in. Uh, where's he from? I heard Australia he's, I heard he's playing in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. I mean, he got a championship. Move on and enjoy your life. Good. Yep. And he got paid. Hell yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, Milwaukee did. gave him a hell of a contract, so he's good. He's set for life. Now, would you guys consider Anthony Bennett a one-year one one-year uh, bust? Actually, who uh, he was Adam a one-day wonder. No, he's yeah, not. He's a- so Anthony Bennett would count for the college pick. So we have a, the college category also, and that's for somebody that he's not having a one-day played well enough to be a NBA. top draft pick and then did nothing. So that's that's who we're going with here. Speaking of, we'll start with uh, let's go college basketball. Uh, I picked Luke Jackson. He oh was damn good at Oregon. He was an all-first-team uh, player for two years, I think, in a row. He was up for player of the year when we drafted him in 2004. The Cavs thought with the 10th pick, they found LeBron's Robin. Batman and Robin, we had Luke Jackson. This dude's going to hit shots from fucking the logo. He was going to be Steph Curry before Steph Curry was even in the NBA. And goddamn, did he suck. Luke Jackson <laughs> was one of the biggest busts in Cavaliers history. Uh, I got one for college football. I've got nothing for college <laughs> basketball right now. For some reason, I'm drawing a blank. Sorry. I got one. No, who do you got? Greg Oden. Oh, unfortunately, man. <laughs> Fuck, was he good at Ohio State? But those injuries just killed him. Good, he was fucking. He great. was amazing. I mean, that's why he was, he was great. first pick. I mean, the, the, that that talent and his mobility and athleticism is just unheard of. But those knees just couldn't hold up, mm-hmm. man. The guy I mean, looked like he, the guy looked like he was 45 years old when he was in college. He really did. He was like does Benjamin Button. Does it have to be a first-round first pick? No, it doesn't have to be. Just anybody that, like, was huge in college and then did absolutely nothing at the after college, basically, is what, what we're going for. Christian oh. Leitner. Yeah, uh, Leitner. He had won, a decent NBA career. Yeah. Leitner was the lone man on the uh, dream team. Yeah. <laughs> the lone man on the grassy knoll. I mean, hey, you know what? If you make it, that's good enough. I'm going to go with Adam Morrison, and you cannot count his fucking rings with the Lakers. No, I agree. He played ten games in two years and got rings. That's who I. That's who I picked last uh, yeah, last yeah, week for yeah. my national college player. I picked Adam Morrison exactly for those reasons. He was the Gonzaga story for him in the the March Madness. He carried that team on his back. Gets drafted top five by the Bobcats. Did absolutely nothing in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, that was just a shame. But good you for him. Also, he got paid. You could also go with Darko Milicic. Oh, absolutely. He's. I mean. He yeah, got those rings from sitting on the bench with the Pistons, but he never did shit. And then when you're sandwiched between LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, all those guys who the Pistons passed on. But the fucked up thing is that the Pistons passed on all those talented players and then won a championship. Yep. Here's the thing, real quick, about Carmelo in that second pick. So the Pistons actually brought him in to work him out and told him that they were picking him. And he said he did not know until draft day that they were not picking him. He said his phone rang. And it was his brother calling him. He thought it was the Pistons. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be a Piston. He's like, no, bro, this is your brother. Yeah. And he's asking if he left the oven on. Yeah. (laughs) He's seen on TV to depict Darko, and he got fucking pissed. I don't blame him. I mean, I don't know if he would have worked out that way because back then it was the Detroit was known for playing defense, and Carmelo Anthony has never been known for playing defense. defense I don't know. He he damn near ate himself out of the NBA for a while uh, when he was with the Nuggets. He was eating too many Nuggets. (laughs) Chipper, who do you got? Anybody for uh, basketball? No, not really. No, not for basketball. That's fair. On to college football. I'm going with, of course, 
Jonathan football. Johnny Manziel. God damn it. You, we could have the same answer. One of Heisman was the talk of the town. The Browns drafted him. Everybody thought he was the savior. I didn't personally think he was an actual savior. I was just happy that we had a good quarter, like a fun quarterback to watch because I think we were going from Brian Hoyer to Manziel, and I hated Brian Hoyer. So I was just like, I don't give a fuck at this point. I actually personally, I really wanted Teddy Bridgewater that year. And then they took Manziel, but I was like, whatever. They took a quarterback. That's all we can hope for. Let's go. Y'all take him at 22. We saw how that went. Yeah. At 22. Yeah. And they were like, yep, this guy's the franchise savior. I was actually a Manziel fan. I college. loved him in college. So was yeah. I. Yeah. Who, who that was the I crazy mean, thing? I, I, when I, I, you watched him and Mike Evans go yeah. up against Alabama, you're like, I fucking love this, this kid. He's got thing. the attitude. It right. was just so fun to watch. I have two, but I'm not going to pick Tebow because okay. Tebow was probably the greatest college football quarterback that we've seen yeah. in that area. But how about touchdown Tommy Frazier from Nebraska? Oh, I forgot about him. That's a good one. That's a damn good one. Dude, he was fucking great back in the early – the late 80s, early 90s, and that Tom Osborne offense, him and uh, yep. Lawrence, uh, what was the uh, uh, the running back's name? Uh, was it a – It's Lawrence something. I can't remember off the top of my head. Crack, crack staff, do some research. You're talking about like the 95. Lawrence Phillips. Lawrence, Lawrence Phillips, Phillips that's it. That's it, Yeah. I mean, but Tommy Frazier. Earning that 35-year-old yeah, Tommy Frazier had like 30 rushing touchdowns that year, rushed for 3,000 yards and 30, like, touchdown passes. Unbelievable, and he won the Heisman. Yeah. And never sniffed the end. did nothing. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Um, we're sticking with Ohio State. Maurice Claret. Oh, okay. Hell He's of a season. Damn good player at Ohio hell State. Hell of a season. Gets to the NFL and – Yeah, unfortunately. Blows up. Bad, bad off-field off, off life that he lived. Horrible for him. I want to say Vince Young. He's another Adam, one. I actually thought about that myself. Yeah, there were plenty to go around, and hey, Vince Young counts in the Cleveland category because he came here for a cup of coffee one one off season. He had a he had a Mad, he was on the yeah. Madden cover. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you got, Lee? I was going to say Johnny Football. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. perfect. That's a good pick. I mean, I think when you think of a guy whose star was at its peak and then fizzled out so damn fast, Manziel's one of the first people. That comes I mean, to mind. he's he's pretty much banned from every football league. Yeah, no, he's now, he's fucked so. up everything he's touched. Well, now so. you can go call the plays for him if you. It's the player. It's the uh, player <laughs> owned football player league. league. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's playing does he even still deal. do that? Yeah, he yeah. does. He does. He's okay. on the team with Owens. I thought they got like they traded. Somebody got traded or something. Yeah, I don't. Last I knew he was. So, Matt um, Liner's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. A million to go around. And then finally, the NFL. Me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about uh, Denard Robinson? Oh, Michigan. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who'd you trigger? <laughs> okay. You might want to make sure you're not going to get any Molotov cocktails coming through that window there. Here Chipper. comes that airplane. I think, I think Clowney uh, agrees with your statement. When when Chipper's <laughs> when Chipper's feed cuts out, we know why. Uh, yeah, he was so good. He was so good for that crappy team up north, and then he goes to the the black hole in Jacksonville and ends up doing nothing. Yeah, it did jack shit. Did I mean, they move him to running back down there? Tried yeah, to? they did. Yeah. Oh, you got the triple finger. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I'm talking about it more. <laughs> All right, Chipper, bonus points. What was his nickname? Well, I had no idea he had a nickname. He did. He was shoelace. Yeah, because he didn't tie his shoes. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. 
And he, that worked he, out well for because his... Michigan never taught him how to tie his shoelaces. So yeah. he didn't no, I mean, can anybody in Michigan tie shoelaces? No, they can't. Because that class, yeah, because he was the only thing Michigan had. So he got concussions. And <laughs> I will say, forgot the, how to tie. His I shoes. will say, he made the cover of the NCAA game that was one of the best ever yeah. NCAA games. Absolutely. Um, I can't wait for that to come back. It meets next year, twenty twenty three. Now for my final one-year wonder in the NFL. I got six of these. I got six players. I mean, obviously for the Browns, there's a million. I got two players for Pittsburgh and two players for that team. I know know one that people are probably going to pick for the Browns who may or may not have been featured on a video game cover, but I'm not going to mention him because I feel like that's an easy one. That's too easy. I went with Derek Anderson. That's who I got. 2007, he was a pro bowler. He had easily the greatest year of his career. The Browns were a 10-win team. They just missed the playoffs. Brady Quinn was a rookie that year, and the Browns decided we're going to stick with Derek Anderson because he had such a good year. It all backfired. None of it worked out. Not that Brady Quinn probably would have worked here anyway, but that cost Brady Quinn his his job, basically, was Derek Anderson having that really good year, and all for nothing. We sucked after that. It was a fluke year, 2007. Uh, but again, Derek Anderson made a Pro Bowl, so that's more than Baker's ever done. Brady, Brady Quinn would have been a uh, Pro Bowl candidate, Hall of Famer, and, and if he got a chance. Went to Maybe good college. An, an, Anyways, so my uh, Notre Dame fan. Absolutely. So uh, mine was my. I had, I had four. Obviously, I, the first one you talked about, Hillis, is an easy one. Uh, Anderson, but my next one was Jerome Harrison. Yeah, he's another one too. Jerome Harrison had a hell of a season. I think he's he like th- number three on the most rushing yeah, yards he ever broke, in a he game. He broke Jim Brown's, I think, um, all game record. I yep. believe. Oh yeah. Um, and so he um, hell of a year he had that year. And next year, <sighs> nothing. Yep. You know. But I had an honorable mention in case they didn't get mentioned, but you guys go ahead and name yours. Yeah, we'll do honorable mention afterwards because we don't want to step on anyone's yeah. shoe, uh, toes here. So who do you got, Dave? I got Peyton Hillis. Yep. 1,600 yards, 13 touchdowns, 2,000. Uh, he was a beast. I mean, he he, was. there's no denying it. I that year was nuts. That was the first year that I did the Steelers home and away game. Mm-hmm. And we go to Pittsburgh and he's not playing. And I was like, oh, Peyton Hillis ain't out or he's out. And one guy's like, yeah, he's out for chapped lips. <laughs> It, oh, was that when he was uh, like basically on strike the second year? Yes, he won yeah, all the yes, money. He, he yeah. had strep throat and this yeah, and that. Like he was yeah. missing he had games for nothing. Everybody yeah. started laughing. So I got him and Derek Anderson. And then for Pittsburgh, I got Mr. Insurance Guy, Tommy Maddox. Mm-hmm. We had 3,000 yards passing with 20 touchdowns and 16 interceptions in 2002. And then turn the reins over to Big Ben and Byron Bam Morris, who had 198 carries, 863 yards. And seven touchdowns. What year was that? Two or that was 1994. Okay, I was gonna say I'm not even familiar with him. I was five years old, so you that were makes born sense. Like two years prior, so five. I remember what happened too. Like Dwight Stone went down. He was the featured running back, and they got Bam Morris. They brought him in in the cool, first game. Cool name though. Yeah, Byron Bam Morris. His first game, that. he knocked over fucking Lawrence Taylor. And then, no shit. Yeah, that's and then that's his claim to fame. Yeah, Cower <laughs> was like, oh. Yep, he's our starting running back. He rushed for like 130 yards that game with a touchdown. They couldn't stop him. It's insane. And then it's so weird how guys can do that. You have a guy who just has a great year or one amazing game, and they can never do it again. Yeah. Who got Lee? Well, I actually picked Tommy Maddox for the Steelers, too. I was a huge XFL fan, and he was probably one of the highlights of that original XFL, him and he hate me. Yep. And then obviously we all saw what he did with uh, Kelly Holcomb in that playoff game. Yeah. Those two put on a hell of a show. I hated it. I remember damn near crying myself to sleep that night. That was a 30-10 to 10 
30 to 10 and lost 34. Welcome to why being a Cleveland sports fan is the hardest job in the business because you've got to have the thickest fucking skin because they find new ways to lose and to screw Every up year. shit all the time and you just get immune to it after a while. I mean, a rain delay cost us a World Series yeah. in 2016. I mean, so. <laughs> we could do multiple shows on ways Cleveland has fucked up great opportunities, yeah. but that's I a, digress. That's a, good, that's a good show idea. Chipper, who do you got? Dave stole my thunder for a Steelers player because I actually had Bam Morris too. Okay. Yeah, he had, had from that 1994, he had 800 yards rushing, seven touchdowns, and the next year he had just over 500 yards rushing and nine touchdowns, but after that, nothing. Mm. Um, yeah, for sure. The Browns about Mohamed Masakwai. Oh, that was oh, the one I that was, yeah. Cause I, did he ever really have like a great year though? He, he had that one game. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then who could ever forget, who could ever get, forget the, the time that he, he got laid out going across the middle by, against the Steelers? He was done. Yeah. Jerome Harrison. You, you would feel bad for him now after or, seeing what he's like now. Yeah, he's, he lost, and he's then, going yeah he, he got in an ATV accident or something right. like that, lost a bunch of his fingers, and his hand is still twice the size of Kenny Pickett's. Listen, he said, <laughs> listen, I feel bad for him because he said he walked into a Walmart and some kid walked up to him and told him, told him that he's the Nintendo glove. Mm, yeah, that's fair. He was not fucking happy about that, dude. Yeah, no, his he, his whole career. I mean, obviously, you, you lose fingers and shit like that. For the most part, your career is just about over with. Yeah, especially as a wide receiver, where your main job is to catch a football. So we still doing just the tip. My my my, oh, yeah, 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 my, my, my quick honorable mention was uh, Josh Gordon. Um, you know, I was thinking about him, but I mean, did he ever see the field enough? Do you ever do consider yes, to have did. a full he had a yes. fun, yeah, he had an amazing year? Yeah, and that's why everyone's like, "Holy shit, this this kid is, can ball." Yeah, and then he just could he never stay on the field. Good. And I mean, he smoked himself out of the league. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kellen Winslow for me. I'm holding out hope. I mean, the, the whole 2017 like team, Tim, you could pretty much. I, I thought about doing Braylon. I thought about doing Derek Anderson, <laughs> Kellen Winslow. Yeah, yeah. That whole Joe Jurovicius. Can we just say 2017 Yeah, the 2007 Browns. Browns you could have picked <laughs> any of them, honestly. Yes. Um, I was thinking about that, yeah. There's so many options. Fuck. Just, again, Cleveland heartbreak. I'm used mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. Get your hopes up, and then they just crush you. All right, we are at the end of the show, so of course it is time for just the tip. We are going to start with my boy Tim Buck too, because we always start with Tim, and we're going to work our way down. So Tim, let's Tim's go ahead with Tim. Easier to take some time, so it's okay. That's why it's got to go first. <laughs> <laughs> that's all because it's more cushion for the pushing. That's all. That's Damn all. That's why they straight. love it. That's why they love it. But uh, mine is actually going to be to add more cushion uh, to the pushing, and that's because I'm using food. Um, so the sweet mango. Uh, fine Thai cuisine. Uh, I probably have it every time talking about balls have a show. That's how much I love this place. It is really good. If you like Thai food or if you like any type of Asian food, honestly, you should go up there and try it. Um, they're right here, right next to uh, Red Line Radio and the Red Line's graphics department. Uh, we are on Front Street next to uh, above the corner, Cornerstone, Cornerstone Brewery. Yep. Uh, and they're two stores down, and they have some amazing food. I get the drunken noodle. Uh, it is so good. It doesn't get me drunk, which is the sad part about it, but it tastes so fucking good. So if y'all get the chance, go check them out. If you like Pad Thai, that is the place to go. They have fantastic Pad Thai. I'm with Tim on that. That's a great spot. They have good-ass food. All right, Mr. Chip, do you have a tip? Well, this could be for just about anything, right? Whatever you want, whatever you want to plug, anything you, you want to plug, yeah. A right. show, movie, book, whatever. Just all right. Team. Well, you all know I'm a huge fan of this team. So if you're a huge baseball fan, you don't like paying fifty dollars for a ticket and fifteen dollars for a beer and twenty dollars for a hot dog, you should come out and see the Lake Erie Crushers. 
Um, yeah, I haven't got my invite to that game. <laughs> right. Come on soon, you can, you can see a good. You can at see a, a radio day at uh, at a at a Crushers game. We got to yeah. make that happen, Chipper. You're the you're basically the mayor of the Lake Lake County, yes. or Lake Erie. He <laughs> he, he got mad at me because I stole a, a ball that was thrown into the stands. He was like, I was going to give that to a kid. So what? I took it. That's <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of it going into the crowd. It's fair game for anybody. Right, right sure. But yeah, when, are they, when are they home next, Brett? They're home uh, this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then again next Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So if you like just coming out to a baseball game, bring the kids. Uh, this Saturday night is Star Wars night, so they're going to be char- Star Wars characters, and they're actually auctioning off Star Wars jerseys the players are going to be wearing. So come on out. Good time. We need to get Chipper to throw out the first pitch. I, at this point, you should. I mean, you've basically you financed their entire roster <laughs> by buying your season tickets, so they should give you something out of it. <laughs> between, between that and Avon Brewing, you should have that tattooed on your body. This, this body brought to you by Avon Brewing and Lake Erie Crushers. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, sure. That's awesome. That would be a good idea, though, for them to do that. All right. Uh, next up, we are going to go with Kyle. We're just going to go down the line. Sure. So I don't have any uh, great other than the, the tip. My is is adopt a adopt an animal. Go to an APL. Go somewhere. Adopt an animal. Save an animal. Um, we just adopted an animal from Aruba. Aruba has a lot of these um, dogs that run wild on the island. They're 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 born and they're just basically abandoned. Um, and we came across this Facebook page probably four months ago. Uh, my wife's friends adopted one from Aruba. They're called Kanuku dogs. There's no set breed. They're actually just a mixed. They're they're a mixed breed, but they're amazing dogs. They get abandoned, and and these these places go around and trap them, and then try to foster them off to you know people who want them in, in the United States. Um, we got lucky and came across a dog we adopted last week. Her name's Shy, uh, Shyla actually. She's an amazing dog. She's actually in a pain in the ass right now. My wife's probably hating me that I'm here and at home. <laughs> Um, but it's, she's a beautiful dog. So my, my tip is if you want an animal, don't go to a breeder, don't go anywhere else, adopt an animal, go to an APL and rescue one. Because if we, the animals that didn't get adopted in Aruba, they get killed. Um, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. so we, we saved the dog and we couldn't be more happier about it. So, yeah, I was actually just going to say that too. A lot of, the, a lot of the, uh, pounds in Cuyahoga County are overfilled as yep. well. They're not even accepting any new. Yep. Just, adopt, just don't shop. Adopt, exactly. don't shop, save an animal. That's my tip of the week. Nice. Lee? All right. So my tip of the week is actually based kind of on my Thursday night radio show. Uh, it's a documentary that was actually made by the directors of Brothers Keeper and Paradise Lost. Uh, other great documentaries. Paradise Lost is probably one of my favorite documentaries that has ever been made. Uh, and it's Metallica, Some Kind of Monster. If you ever want to see just how close metallica ever came to actually breaking up it's on the netflix right now right uh it might be on I think netflix it is. Right i started now. watching this the other night yeah it's pretty good i'll have to check it out um it, it also showed uh the first time james went into rehab it's uh, on netflix then, yep. uh jason jason newstead leaving the band um and you know a bunch of other uh great moments from metallica's history and how they kind of came back and 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 soldiered through and i mean the title of the movie just says it all it, you know the, that whole time in metallica's career was just some kind of crazy monster mm-hmm. and uh you know saint anger came out the day literally the day i graduated high school so that part of metallica's career holds a very special place in my heart worst album ever. that's awesome but, i mean i, mean, I love bands histories like i'm not a huge motley crew music fan but I've read all oh, their books. I know the movie. Great. I know all their history because they've just lived such fascinating lives. Like 
the 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 buildup for a successful band is usually insane. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great pick. I'll have to watch that. Awesome. Dave, what's up? So my tip is I want to give a shout out to my new uh, Cavs season ticket sales lady Ashley. Um, she called me this week and said, "Well, we got you twenty two games for this season, and we're going to give you ten more." No shit yeah. on the house. I'm the house. Nothing wrong with that. So I went to 18 games last year, and I only had an 11-game package, so they gave me the rest of them for free. Okay. So now I doubled, and now she's like, we're going to give you 10 more games. Nothing wrong with that, man. So that's technically a full season. Yeah. So I'll be taking – I can't wait to get my invite for that. Chipper, you know it's there. You just got to show up and drive to Cleveland instead of, you know – Phoning it in. Yeah, phoning it in. You can't go to the Cavs game on Zoom. You'll be too busy watching Crusher's uh, winter ball, so and you won't be able to make and it. And there's, ba- <laughs> there's enough bathrooms there. You just can't fold your laundry. Oh, and it is very well lit, so you might be out of your comfort zone from the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> but kudos, kudos to her. She's going to yeah. hook me up. We got a uh, event at Top Golf on July 19th on a Tuesday, so I'm going to go there. Uh, pick out my game package and what? what you say they, top golf? Yeah. Uh, can you get a video of you hitting a golf ball, please? I have never hit a golf. Ball. <laughs> send it. That send will it. be an interesting visual. I'm not a golfer, but I was a top golf once. It's actually fun as fuck, even if you don't yeah, play. Yeah. It's just it's it's something so fun to do. Yeah. I, I was there for a work party. function, I, yeah, so I didn't have to pay yeah, a dime. So I'll take a video of it. Yeah, Hell yeah! Bachelor party. I did. I, I stayed. Uh, as a non golfer, I just like I said, it was free, so I did it. But it's fun. I mean, there's games and shit to play, even if you're not good. Just something cool. And then you get a couple drinks in you. Obviously, it makes it more fun to watch the ball go sailing out there. Just yeah. see how far you can hit it. Yeah. All right. My tip of the week is Jerry and Marge go large. This movie was awesome. Loved it. Uh, it just came out on Paramount like a week or two ago. Uh, same day as uh, Beavis and Butthead, actually. Was it the same day? Yeah. No shit. Interesting choice of movies for them to release. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched this. I haven't watched Beavis and Butthead yet. I'm planning on it, though. But this is a, based on a true story about a, a husband and wife. The husband is kind of forced into retirement their savings isn't where he wants it to be financially. And uh, him and his wife don't really do much together. He's been focused on his work for so long. She's like, let's do something together. He starts kind of playing the lottery behind her back because he's a math whiz, figures out an algorithm that's that can beat the lottery. He found a shoe, surefire way to win money. And she's like, let's do it. Next thing you know, they're literally going, they have to go out of state to get the tickets. They're traveling 10 hours, going to another state, sitting in this uh, uh Hotel convenience room. store yeah. basically for 10 hour shifts printing out a thousand tickets an hour that's the most the machine can do and they are printing out eight thousand at a time ten thousand they're there for a full week just printing tickets 24 7 it's a really cool movie um and again based on a true story i think they all play a very good all they play the roles well uh they get the town involved it's just a really cool story i like seeing people not take advantage, but find loopholes and ways to do things i love shit like that so, and it was 100 percent legal too yeah like, they were doing nothing wrong yeah, I looked it up. I'm like, how did they not go to prison? My for this? favorite part was when uh, he collected like his second or third check from the the state lottery, and he said, or his first one. I'm sorry, and he's like, I was expecting like them to yell at me and yeah. say, "How could you do this?" He's yeah. like, they were just congratulations. Here's your check. That's it. That's what the lottery is like for. A parallel story to Breaking Bad: a husband and wife not happy with their savings account finds a way to loophole to, <laughs> yeah. to make more money. <laughs> this one a little more on the up and up, but <laughs> but but very close because it is Brian Cranston. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it does have a little little reminiscent uh, reminiscent feel. Check it out. That's awesome. Really good movie though. Check it out on Paramount Plus. I I was shocked that I liked it because actually yeah. I I was watching Beavis and Butthead do the universe, and then this just so happened to play immediately yeah, after like, it. I, I, I kept I got, watching I the trailer. Involved. I talked to my wife. I'm like, what are your thoughts? Are you interested? Because if she wasn't, I'm like, I'll watch it without you. And she's like, I'll watch it. We watched it last night. Both loved it. 
Yeah. It, really I, good movie. I, I cannot believe I got into it, but it was a very good, very good movie. Very well done. You left out the part about the Harvard kids. Well, I didn't want to spoil anything for anybody. Uh, I mean, it's in the trailer, but I didn't want to give anything away. But like, yeah, there's. It's definitely not just a great like lovey cushy movie the whole way through. There's some there's some turmoil, which cool. you expect. Um, but that's gonna do it for everybody here at Redline Radio and talking about balls. On, Thanks for coming on, boys. Hey, anytime, man. And you know we were. We were going to invite you to come on our debut episode, okay? But someone here has a wedding anniversary, so. So here's what I'm going to do. On the 17th, I'll still come on. I'm, I'm going to extend. You left her home today alone. I'm going to extend the invite to you guys instead of the first week. You guys come on the week that you guys play us, which okay. is September, September 22nd. That's an 8:15 game. Uh, we go live at seven o'clock, so you guys can watch it here. And yeah, my out. Amazon Prime account's on here, so we can watch it. Okay, that works. All right, that sounds good, boys. But uh, well, actually, wait, that's a Thursday night game. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, Thursday night game. So it'll be after that game. <laughs> yeah. The, the, so we'll do it the Sunday after the yeah. game. Okay, perfect. Sunday. That works out cool. too. Perfect. We can break the game down and all that shit. The date. Yes, it is Thursday. On behalf of everybody at Talking About Balls, remember, there's no I in Team America. Thank you, everybody. See you next time. Later. Later, Chip. <laughs>